strong for y'all. It's like bringing a knife to a gunfight. Pin to a test. Chesting in line of fire with your thin best. You bringing them boys to men. Them boys pull in. This grown man B.I. Get you rolled in the triage. Your reach ain't long enough, Dunny. Your peeps ain't strong enough. Rockefeller is the army. Better yet the Navy. Kidnap your baby. Spit at your lady. We bring knife to fist fight. Kill your drama. We kill you motherfucker. Ants with a sledgehammer Don't let me do it to you, Dunny Cause I overdo it So you won't confuse it with just rap music R-O-C, we running this rap M-E-Z, we running this rap The Broad Street Bully, we running this rap Get zipped up in plastic when it happens, that's it Freak, wait, we running this rap Owen Sparks, we running this rap Chris and Nick, we running this rap yeah. Does my microphone work? It's on. Hey, what's We're going on? on? What's going on, people? Yo. This is uh, B-Shot Radio, y'all. B-Shot Everybody's music. on? B-Shot Music Takeover. Yeah. So who's on the check-in right now? Who's in the house? It's your boy, JB, a.k.a. Dirty Moses. All right, turn my microphone down because I'm mad loud in my ears. And who got are you? Got you. Being oh. that you so loud in the ears and stuff. I'm True Master, and shortly I'll be DJ True Master. Okay. okay. Who else is here? Lo Fi Lobo in the house. Right. Honest, Mike. Sounds good. He sounds low. Yeah, you sound low. He sounds I'm here. Low. I'm present. There you sound low. You, you definitely, definitely sound low. low. Oh, and who's that? Who do you think it is? Um, sounds like white devil's advocate. That's right. I'm, I'm here. Sexiest voice. <laughs> that's right. Shot radio. I got to give the audience what they want. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have a couple of uh, guests tonight. We got some guest hosts. Yeah, man. Who, who, who's this guy right here? Yo, can you change my voice to like Megatron? Yeah. Can we yeah, do that? Yeah, we can do that. We can do that. Hold up. Hold yeah. up. Wait, you can change his voice? Yeah, yeah I, I can change. I can make everybody. One, two. I can make everybody White Devil's advocate. No, no, I said Megatron. Oh. <laughs> I think Meg- I think Megatron has a lisp. Is that what you want? Possible. I want to be verbally dyslexic. So, all right, do that. Wait, who are you though? Seb Static, all up in your grill piece. Oh. Are we up, man? Come on, a little more. A little more. Come on, do it real, Nate. <laughs> Give me something. Nothing. Oh, here we go. Wow. I'm doing. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna do the whole show. Get your cameras out. Hey, yo, ladies and gentlemen, we haven't even started drinking yet. Wow. This is what's happening. Yeah, and we also have one more host. 
And who's that? Is it, uh, you can hear me? Yeah. We can no, hear you. Turn can we turn his turn his hands? Am I not loud enough? Where are we at? Where are we at? Or turn us down. I got to treat this like a bogey's microphone. Oh, hey, hey, yo, you can't mention that name in here. Got a rap like that. You can't mention that name. Can't say that. No, we're not gonna do. You can't say that on television. We're not gonna do the show there. I kind of feel bogey's. I kind of feel outnumbered. True, bogey's. Why come? There's a lot of white people in here. I'm scared. Some <laughs> half white. <laughs> All three of you half white. <laughs> so technically, we got one, two, three, four and a half white people up in this place, and one whole black person. If you guys combine everything, one you know that's why I'm here today, right? I feel a lot more comfortable today than normal. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty. I'm, in the wintertime, I'm extra beige. For real. Yeah. yeah. Khaki. Like khaki. Khaki. Wheat. For real. Oh, that, mm-hmm. I wore the wheat tennis just to compliment color. me, you, and Jody and shit. Appreciate to quote a rap song, black is black is black is black. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. Yo, we uh, got a, quite a few, uh, quite yo, a few topics to go over tonight. Don't interrupt me. Just because yeah, you, you no know privilege. No privilege. <laughs> Yeah. My name is Mike Lanning. Beep, beep. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's my name. Yeah. Oh, that's you? Yeah. Can yeah. we get him in, please? Because all white people sound the same on microphone. Can we I get thought him you were Sev. Yeah, no, nobody knows. Can nah, get your, him your beard is not as long. So. No, it's not. Sev got kids hidden in his beard. My son is in here. <laughs> Lay down. Me and him are going to sit Indian style later and braid it together. Indian. Wow. Viking style. Ranks giving. <laughs> Oh yeah, perfect lead into Thanksgiving. Hey, maybe we should talk about one of these topics. That we should do that. Let's go into Thanksgiving. You okay. know, Americans tend, pretend to care about homeless around Thanksgiving. We rank our favorite holiday holidays where we don't have to think about them, and also rank the most needed items to donate to homeless shelters. So that's what we're gonna get into since we're in the giving spirit. So JB, what are your favorite holidays? My favorite holidays. I really don't have any favorite holidays. My favorite holiday is my birthday. That's a good. That's not a holiday. It's, it's my holy day because I turn a year older. Okay. And I draw closer to ascension. So okay. For me, it's a holiday. It's holy. Okay. Does anybody agree with a birthday being a holiday? No. I think so. I think I can. I can. I can. Having the you know partying on your birthday. My birthday is really close to the Fourth of July, so it's like it's like right before. So I always associated my birthday with the fireworks and all the you know the craziness and the party and the barbecues of Fourth of July so. and the beat shop music fest. Yeah, and all that. So that was ah, always true, uh, true. you know it always kind of tied together like that. But I'm a, I'm a Halloween as far as like my favorite holiday. Okay. Yeah, yeah. One I like I like Halloween a whole bunch. I'm with you on that. That's my favorite. Yes, sir. You must master? like candy. No, really? You really have to ask this question? Halloween, huh? Halloween, all day. Yeah, all you know, day. If I have to rank Halloween with Halloween... Halloween. <laughs> yeah. Nah, Which one is going to come in first place? Yeah, that's, that's what it comes down to. Um, but, yeah. The rest of these holidays are kind of bogus. And we'll get into that a little bit later. But definitely Halloween. I like dressing up. I like the fall. I like the weather. like... Costumes, scaring, masks, mazes, corn, cider donuts. Oh, cider donuts. Halloween yeah, Reese's like pumpkins. Amen. Yeah, you know what it is. Shout out to the Reese's pumpkins. How about you, Lanny? What you got? Yeah, I'll go Halloween, but that's mostly because, like, if I'm out, 
I don't have to like go through the internet to find half naked women. Oh, oh they're just out. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, I just I and didn't even do anything and on Halloween. Gentlemen, that is Mike Lanny. Hello. I just went to get pizza at Madison Pizza just to kind of sit there and look out the window. Right. It's right. good. It's good looking at stuff. It happens. Yeah. So that's a reason to uh, enjoy Halloween. What about you, Sev? <laughs> <laughs> all the old people on the block get to see all the kids. Uh-huh. And they don't see kids all year round. I think it's a special day for a lot of old people in the, in the neighborhood. That's a good point. They don't, you know what I'm saying? They don't get visitors. I mean, the kids are gone. They ain't coming to see them no more. I mean, Halloween, I like seeing the kids happy, though. I like seeing kids go out there doing their thing, man. And right. I like that. What about this whole trick-or-treat thing? What about it? Do you like? Do you do treats? Do you do tricks? Do you trick the kids? I have no idea what what a trick is. It's always just give me some candy, man. Oh, trick or treat! I've been yeah. saying that. Have you ever walked up to a house on Halloween and somebody like pulled a rabbit out of a hat? Or nah, nah, never. Did that ever nah, happen? Never. I feel like the, the way did that happen to you? It's like if you don't if you don't give candy, if you right. don't give up the treats, then you get the trick. Then it's like oh. then it's like all right. So you didn't have anything, or you guys are at home. You don't have anything like a candy bowl out for us to get something. All right, no, I we'll think be back. With I, the eggs and the toilet paper. Oh no 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 no! Yeah, that's no. the trick. I, I think like, the yeah, trick. We give you the trick. Oh, that's the tradition. This is what the trick is. I feel like that's how that works. But uh, you know, there was a time when you could get like the, uh, you know, the the fake gum that had like the snap on it or like the, like, right. the yeah. prank thing. Yeah, I can and see I, that. I feel like you don't see that too much anymore. That's for sure. The tricks is basically like the the scaring part of it. You know what I mean? Fools hiding in the corner, like right. coming right. out. That's the trick. Or or you come up, the kids come up to the door. There's a big bucket. It's filled with candy. So you think, and you reach your hand in, and there's nothing in there. And oh. then you, and then you're dead. Or you reach your hand nice. in there, and a hand reach out and grab your hand. Right? Yeah. Or, or it's a mouse trap. Razor blade and an apple. That was no. A trick. No. no. That wasn't a trick. No. 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 Oh, he's taking no. it too far. I don't think no, it's no, ever that, even happened. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Mike Lanning. That has never happened. Um, that yeah. was a, somebody played that trick, and then everybody was like, "Check your apples." And then, <laughs> I remember. Right. It happens. Like, Those were dark times. Who thinks of this? I don't know. Some wacko. Let's put a razor blade in an apple. You know how hard it would be to put a razor blade in an apple? And and you don't see it? Yeah. But you got to push on one side of the razor. Nah, it's a a like one of those clothing little pins. But I'm saying. I don't want fruit. Yeah, take it from Sev. I've been given fruit. Let me tell you. Uh Have you really? Yeah. And just throw them as soon as we get them. Okay. Right back at the house. The funniest thing about the razor and the apple thing was like, who's just going to like, oh, we got the apple. And it's like rushing to the apple so quickly that they're just biting. Don't see the razor blade in it. Yeah, it's like, like what, uh, is this, what is the Seven Dwarfs? Recently, I mean, um, a cop, place, you know, home got uh, blasted with apples. The kids, I think the cop gave out apples. I don't know, but <laughs> his his house, back. they threw him back. right back in his house, and he got pissed and started chasing him. He came out after him. That's right. Yeah. That was on the news not too long. Yeah. Ago. I would have chased them bastards too. Yeah. <laughs> throw something in my house. <laughs> all right, I'm so. Basically, all right. So we all are in some kind of agreement that um, Messiah is not here. Halloween, yeah, Messiah's okay. not here. We agree that Messiah is not here. Yes, we, agree. we all agree. And, and we most also, of us like Halloween, and most of us like Halloween. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm I like Halloween. Halloween. I like Halloween. Yo, no, but I used to love Easter back in the day. Though. How do you feel about Hanukkah? Oh. For the clothes. Hanukkah. <laughs> Happy. <laughs> is that Hanukkah. a real holiday? It's a real week holiday. <laughs> oh shoot. Oh, it's a week. It's a week long. Hey, hey. Oh, it's a week long. Shots fired. Yeah. Shots fired. I know, call. chill, chill. <laughs> Shots fired. Oh, stop. That <laughs> nah, is good though. The but Easter, Easter was the joint though, because everybody got the fresh clothes. Everybody got to get up. 
I look forward to you not, not everybody. Easter, not everybody though. Yes, if you was, if if so I, not, I, I two, didn't I didn't get the gear all the time. I got the gear every year because my grandmother made sure of it. But I'll nah, tell you, I, I had competitions with my sister because both of them, they used to hide the can. <laughs> and I used to get them. Y'all swear, word up. They used to count the jelly beans and everything. They'd be like, Ma, Joey took 50 <laughs> jelly beans. <laughs> he wrapped me out. I'm like, okay. Yo, yo, the thing with, yo. with the holidays is okay. like the, the family aspect, I think, is, is what makes it, for me, is like the favorite parts. Like with Thanksgiving coming up, uh, Christmas to a lesser extent, at least with the you know my immediate family, but like Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is like when all the family comes together, uh, at least in my mother's house, and, and comes through. Uh, Easter was actually another one where you know everybody comes together. We do the Easter egg hunt outside. This one, just man, the food and, and all that. I can't wait. I can't it's a light it. holiday, man. It's not like like Christmas is too much, man. It's, it's oh crazy. yeah, a lot of pressure oh, involved. Yeah. In yeah, yeah, a lot of pressure involved. In this. I guess if much, you're man. if you have to if you're hosting a Thanksgiving or you have to like cook for yeah. a lot of people, it could be yeah. it could be. I can see the pressure in that, but uh, for the most part, man, I love it. I, I you know I love this holiday, but. It, I can see where there's uh, there's a lot of stigma and there's a lot of negativity involved yeah. uh, that I that I personally try not to focus on. That I just think family and food. And well, before we get snaps. into the negativity, like you said, when it might be pressure because you got to cook or whatever. I've been cooking since I was nine, and I'm like 69 now. Right. So, um, I've been cooking for a long time, and I do not mind cooking for Thanksgiving because yeah. I like watching my friends and family come through and they eating the pies and the, and the turkey right. or whatever it is I, I decided to make that that year. And they're killing, it and they're like, "Yo, this is good." And I'm like, "You don't know, I poisoned you, right?" Oh, but, um, that's what I like. Got it. <laughs> Everybody's looking at me like I'm never going to <laughs> Jay's eating. house. Eating. You know, you know, all of y'all have eaten my food before. Maybe yeah. you two did. Oh yeah, that's good eat. stuff. Just a sample. <laughs> you just have to take yeah. it off. My family <laughs> gave up on cooking. That Jay can cook. Yeah, he word, down. word. My family Thank gave you. up on cooking this year. We ordered, we ordered Thanksgiving dinner from the Flying Chicken this year. <laughs> Picking that up at 11:30. Yo, but their food is actually good. Their too. food is great. Yeah, they have good food. What's the Flying Chicken? I wouldn't mind. Troy. Oh, I don't know nothing about oh, that. Oh, it's amazing. Really? Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like it's kind of like a little soul food spot uh, oh. in Troy on Fourth Street. I think okay. it's real good. They, yep. they, you know, it used to be well, not used to be. It's still there, but it uh, it's next to what used to be Coco Pelli's. Right. Oh, okay, um, okay, right. okay. Yeah. Yup. Yup. Um, you know who else does Thanksgiving dinner? Kinda. Um, Popeye's chicken. They roast it. Yeah, they they roast oh. a big old bird, really? and you can pick it up for Thanksgiving. Oh, cool. Yeah, I feel like for okay. the most part, anywhere that you know sells food on a daily basis, you can get some kind of catering. It's just smart at least, so you can get right. some kind of catered yeah. uh, Thanksgiving meal. Because you're right, some people don't want to do deal with the cooking thing, like you know, and you can just get it, get everything, yeah. get the sides, get the gravy, get just you got to make sure you get everything. You know what I mean? Right. And get the right sides, get the right. The flying chicken, I can vouch for the food from over there. Yep. they're gonna take care of that. Yeah. It's gonna be good. Well, yeah. they they uh, my mother posted something on their site because they were giving away a whole Thanksgiving dinner and she's like oh I wish I could win this I don't feel like cooking this year and my sister commented no you gotta have the family cook and everybody come over and cook and uh, I said I love you ma but their, their, their food's better so <laughs> the flying uh, chicken they sent me a message on Facebook and go hey that made our day 10% off your whole meal <laughs> so I was like alright we're going there this year <laughs> <laughs> that's be. funny alright we're all gonna have to go there real quick yeah. uh, um, um, Scout says sorry but don't trust the root beer Sev she says no. she's still sorry but don't trust the root beer 
What's that? Okay. An inside joke? No, actually, it's an outside joke. Scout gave Scout gave Sev some root beer, oh. but it was it was the Coney Island root beer or not your dad's root beer, oh. something like that. Oh, so it had booze sure. in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nah, that was Casey. Sev, you Casey? don't drink, do you? Well, it was one of them. It was in. one of them. Sev, yeah. you she drink? Try to give me no, sir. I didn't think so. I've never seen you drink. Did you man? have the no. Coney Island root beer? Yeah, I took a sip. Oh, because your I face like, is red. This, this is beer. Oh, this is beer. Got him. Somebody trying to gang me. be just root. Somebody tried to gank me. I'm like, yo. Seb was like, yo, I'm almost finished with this, but this is you stop delicious. it right now. <laughs> you stop it right now. I went, I was like, yo, this thing says alcohol. She was like, no, it's not. I'm like, case. Okay, so this no, is alcohol. I, I got a serious question though. Um, as we get older and wiser, hopefully, and we read. <laughs> Why you more, look at me when you say wiser? Just, just relax. And we read <laughs> and we learn and we shove our faces in our computer like JB's doing right now. We start to discover and we start to dispel certain myths about these different holidays. We start to find True. out the origins about them. And as we get a little bit older, what is our take? Do we continue forward with these traditions? Do we continue spending? Do we keep, um, you know, telling our babies these uh, these myths and lies as, you know, as we were told when we were younger right. about this holiday? And why are we coming together on this particular day? You know, because you do you do raise a great point about being with family, uh, Lobo, um, but its origins, you know, have, have have somewhat of a dark past, and that that past didn't come to us accurately when we were babies, you know. So I'm just wondering, you know, what do we do? What you know, what do we do moving forward? Uh, we eat, motherfucker. That's what we. Okay, thank you, thank you. I understand you. what you're getting at. And yeah, I hear my it. My thing is this. You. Um, Traditions are meant to be carried on. Right. You know, and if your family has a family tradition, carry it on. That doesn't mean you don't teach them about your tradition and the origins of whatever said holiday it is you're celebrating. And I think right. you need you need to get back to the fundamentals of teaching people, teaching your family where these holidays actually stem from. I, I have a good Jewish anecdote, actually, based on what JB just said. Mm-hmm. Okay. In Judaism, we have a holiday called Passover. You guys might have heard of Passover. Once or twice. Okay. So in Passover, um, there's two huge meals called the Seders, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and during those meals, we talk about being enslaved in Egypt for a gazillion years, right? Um, mm-hmm. And we, we you, there's a whole story that's told before you even start eating. Um, and it's not a happy story. You know, it's a story of enslavery. But it, it's also a story of like the Ten Plagues and escaping from slavery um so that you know there's no reason why thanksgiving couldn't be similar to that you know that a family couldn't start a tradition where the whole real story of thanksgiving is told before the dinner and then eat right right hell yeah, yeah. and and i believe in that and you know my thing is uh, we can't necessarily blame our parents for, for for not being able to teach us about those traditions the proper way because maybe they didn't know you know, and, and that's the problem. Right, Some of right. our parents are, are just as deaf, dumb, and blind as a lot of these other 85ers. They, they just don't know. Yeah, but it's also the school. The schools aren't going to teach you the Dip negative diver. aspect of it. Most of them are only teaching you, you know, Christopher Columbus this and, and, you know, Thanksgiving is that. And everyone got together and had a good meal. But they're not teaching you the negative aspect of it. And uh, The full story. Yeah, they're not giving you the full story. And to the point that... 
uh, my girl's daughter, I, I told her the like she wanted. She asked about what Thanksgiving. Well, I told her like Christopher Columbus is kind of a jerk. Like you have to really sugarcoat it though, because she's like seven. Right, 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 right. But yeah, or do like, you? Do you? Is the problem that we are sugarcoating it? Well, I mean, to, I know, to little kids. I don't think the schools are addressing it at all. I mean, your kids are. In well, and around that age, yeah, and no, if my, not older, no, like they're, they're getting, older. they're getting something older. different. I'm saying yeah. your son is getting something different than what we got when we were kids. So what's going on? What's going on with Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving. Um, I mean, we always have those conversations, and it's crazy enough. My youngest, my son, brings those things up. He wants to know about a lot of stuff. Right. Um, I remember when Obama was elected. He actually asked me. He, he never knew that that was. He what did Obama ask you? Say yeah. What did my Obama son, ask you? My, oh, oh, sorry, sorry. My bad, my bad. Yeah. All right. Now, he actually asked me. He was like, you know, he didn't know that we had presidents before him, okay? And he thought that Obama was the first president in general. I mean, it just shows how how young they are, of course. But when they go into this, um, uh, they get curious about things. And, of course, when, like like Laney said, you don't want to blast them with stuff. But you want to give them some information because that little right. piece of information they are going to remember. I remember things from back in the day, but just music specifically. And little tiny pieces that you still remember to this day, and I will never front on my kids when they ask me. I give, I give them the raw deal, but it's a long explanation, of course. But you give them piece by piece. As far as like celebrating with family and all that, that's that's what we do. I read a quote today about Thanksgiving, and it said something like, uh, uh, "My man Propaganda put it up, and he said, you know, if you don't if you don't look into the real deep roots of it, you could have a good time. But if you go ahead and look into the deep roots of it, you're going to ignore it because you want to get that. Yeah, yeah right. you want to have a family day and a family." Meet right. and bring a new tradition, and as JB said, to go ahead and celebrate that. You know, and, right. and you got to like keep that. in mind the kids too, but you also want to keep in mind, yo, we want to celebrate and start something new. You know, what was old is, is is done and gone, but keep the knowledge there because the history that's happened here doesn't have to be associated with a damn holiday. Right. You know, a celebration of family and friends and brotherhood and all that. Mm-hmm. That's what we need to really get to. Right. You know, it sounds like a generic thing, but it, it, it's a simple thing that we can all uh, attain. Um. I was just gonna say going back to like where uh, where specifically when it gets to Christmas where it gets to like real overload where you like really askew the meaning and what the the warm feeling of it to, is to where it's like bye 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 and 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 more and like sell yourself to it where but like once you shine that little bit of light it's like there's a there's a lot just to be seen you know in all that where you know you can yeah kind of like ruins the spirit you don't want to be like you know if your your kids are watching you know the Santa Claus you don't want to be like ruin like you know oh, that's bullshit cool. right you know what right, I mean like right. you know, right. no, no, like, no, no. You come in as Mr. Grinch. <laughs> You see kids laughing You're like Nah You know that's all You don't want to be The Grinch You know all the time But it's like There's got to be Some reality to it When uh, you know I see it now I got a three year old And and he already has A concept of uh, Of receiving the gift And uh, where it's like I worry now Like you know, when the Christmas comes up, when his birthdays come up, you know, how that, how we, you know, how do we squash that end of it more and be it, and have it be more about uh, something more tangible than just getting something, right. getting, receiving something, but, uh, you know, getting back to giving or, you know, if, or something that's, that's more real. Yeah. Even this, this year, my, my girl and, uh, and, and her, uh, her daughter's father are kind of weaning Santa Claus out of it because mm-hmm. her daughter's seven. So, I mean, if all the gifts come from Santa Claus, then she doesn't appreciate what her parents did and 
the fact that that's her parents who did that and put that work in. So right. it's like, you know, one big gift from Santa. The rest is from your father and your mother. Because right. they don't understand the concept of, yeah, Santa brought that stuff. So a week later when, <laughs> when things are tough and you can't have what you want, you know what I mean? They don't understand that. Right. Damn, well, Santa didn't give me my helicopter. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get which, that. Which, which brings up another very interesting point because, um, you know, Native peoples of, of North America gave thanks daily. Right, you know, right. it wasn't it wasn't um it wasn't something that happened one time of the year. Right. Uh, in fact, that was that was more of a European custom. Na- Native peoples of North America gave thanks every time the sun came up. Every time every they went time. hunting. Every Yo, time three, they four, brought, five times a day. Every time they brought water back. Everything that they did, they gave they gave thanks for. Um, and they had a relationship, you know. They had a relationship with the planet, and um, they were grateful that everything, everything that the planet provided them with. I mean, if you think about uh, a beaver clan, you know, they named themselves. I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to get like funky, but they named themselves after the beaver clan because beavers were builders. Yeah, you know, and they learned to build from beavers. You know, mm. they looked at eagles and they called themselves Eagle Clan because eagles had superior vision. I'm part of you the know? beaver clan. You're part of the beaver clan. I'm, I sh- I'm not even kidding you. Listen, Cam Scully. Uh-huh. Cam Scully. Cam Scully. Oh snap! Schneider Lake, son. That's what I'm saying. Listen, they had beaver <laughs> clan. Word <laughs> <laughs> up! I remember they got the lodges and all of that. We had beaver clan up in the woods, though. Yep. It was like you got picked for beaver clan. You got to be, you got to be quiet though. You ain't, you ain't <laughs> Talk. But did you build? I was. Were, y'all, were you builders? No, we had magnifying glasses. We burned things up. What do you mean? <laughs> did you burn up ants and shit? Nah, nah. If we, you were in a beaver clan, it, it I almost makes sense. Clan, bro. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah we <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> All right, so yeah, so Seven was in a beaver clan. But uh, right. you guys understand what I'm saying. You Hashtag know, just giving thanks. Yeah, yeah, right. I, giving thanks I, to everything. I wonder what that does that have a nothing. There's no double it. meaning. Hashtag gotta, dad jokes. Uh, you gotta watch out. Uh, uh, I, right. I didn't want to say it, and then I watch you kind of. I used to I tell let it go. my man Jovan, right? He's a graffiti's boy. Mm-hmm. Every when he used to come through, all the yeah. where's the up. list? I used to say, "Don't be like yeah. JB." Don't be like JB. People <laughs> <laughs> like yo Jay. I'm like, no, don't talk to Jay. Don't listen to JB. <laughs> Um, so this is that most glorious time of year to give, you know, um, J- uh, again, Jody just, you know, gave, you know, made a point about, um, giving. So let's just continue with that idea. Um, I just, I just worked with the, uh, True Heart, um, True Heart Inc. on last, last Sunday, um, cooking turkeys, cutting up turkeys and delivering meals to, to the homeless shelter up at um, Skyler, Skyler Inn Homeless Shelter. Spent the entire day there, had mad fun. There's a, that's a great group, great organization. And um, one of the things that, uh, that I just want to just put out there is we can always give. You know, it doesn't have to be this time of year. It can be year-round. Right. Um, you know, this way there there isn't an expectation that we have to wait until Thanksgiving to do that or Christmas or our birthdays, whatever. Um, we can do this year-round. Equinox does food deliveries if anybody wants to drive. Um, and then there's, a, there's also this... Um, what's the homeless shelter that Kiki works at? Does anybody know the name of it? I don't know the Off name the of it. Off the top of their heads? Well... Go ahead. You got the list? I got the list? I got the list. Who's got a list? All right, so run up the list. Wait, where is the homeless shelter, though, guys? It's right at the bottom. I don't know what the homeless shelter is. 
Oh, my goodness. Where's Masai when you need him? You guys are useless. Oh, my God. Jeez. What if that going Kiki back to the Halloween Kiki works at idea? HAC, and they there love for people to donate sandwiches in airtight bags. Peanut butter and jelly or, or bologna and, and cheese. cheese. Many colleges make them sandwiches every month, but they go through like 100 a night. This is Masai. Pretend Masai's voice is reading this. Also, some good some good things you can give to shelters. Number one, socks. Who would have Al- thought? Alcohol. Yeah. Gotta have those socks. Diabetic socks. He said alcohol. Alcohol swabs. Alcohol swabs. Tampons. Tampons. You guys think I'm joking. I'm not joking. It's on the list. No, Tampons you're right. It, it has to be. Yeah, it has to be on the list. Um, Definitely. Yeah, people need I mean, ladies need them, you know? Um, $10 gift cards to drugstores. It's on the list. Yep. Shoes in good condition. Yep. yep. Shoes in good condition. Also... Q-tips, cotton balls, allergy pills, neosporin, band-aids, safety pins, nail clippers, sewing kits, dental floss, super glue, Ziploc bags, zip ties, shoelaces, cigarettes, tobacco, and rolling papers, lighters, candles, AA batteries, keychain lights. Wait, can- rolling papers? For the, for the tobacco. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I'm not giving people no stuff filter. to smoke. I'm anyway, not, I'm not supporting this. No filter, Robert. <laughs> Shout out to Masai. You know, no artists, filter. Man, they'll write on anything. Double A batteries, keychain lights, candy and tins, plastic, watertight tubes, playing cards, and whetstone. I got a good story about giving. I uh. Yay! Wait, um, wait. You deserve this. Yay! I did it. It's wait, good. you it's haven't good. told the story yet. No, okay. it's gonna get bad. Okay. Oh, no, it's, no, it's it's good. Oh, <laughs> kind of. I don't know actually. Uh, in order for my mother to, to put us in better schools, she had to, you know, you, you have to lose out on some things so you don't have cable or whatever. So she moved us out of Albany and we moved up to Bethlehem. And so things were kind of tough getting by, but Thanksgiving time came around and I'm like, I'm going to donate. They did like a, a food drive at school and I, I brought in a can of food. And uh, a couple days later, I see my mom come in. She got a box of food. And I'm like, Where, what grocery store is using boxes now? And she's like, oh, no, this is a new grocery store. She didn't want to tell us that she went to the school. And, so in other words, she got the can that you donated. Yes, so she exactly. donated I the can and got wow. it back. I donated the can. We got it back. I didn't know we were struggling like that, that I shouldn't even be donating things. <laughs> Grabbed an old can of yams, <laughs> and I, had, I got it back. back. So oh, the yams just was back. delicious but that year, wasn't they? It was good. Cause full, full circle. Because I gave it and I received. Received oh, back. That's, yeah, that's how it that's goes. Spirit. That's how it goes. Yo. Thing, thing. Instant karma. <laughs> How did the tradition of uh, everybody here loves Halloween? How did the tradition of trick or treating start? Because if we could get like a national day where we could get these homeless people to go out uh, and trick or treat, go to the suburbs, ring people's doorbells, knock on people's doors, and we just kind of give out Actually, baskets of what all of this stuff that was on this list here, and that and, you, uh, that's what used to happen. People would give out uh, gifts of like pies and, and dinners and stuff like that. They would yeah, cook, donate time, maybe drive people around. Yeah. So to walk because it's cold or whatever, but maybe you know, maybe like I don't know how. I'm just some kind of serious. Like, how did these traditions start? Then why, how can we can't like tweak it a little bit to benefit some people that might really need some of this stuff and maybe make it fun for everybody? You can throw candy in there too, I guess. Right, like chocolate. And Reese's we can start shit. that. We can start that. I, mean, I think New people. Traditions. Are, I think people all in the community would would be down for something like that. You know what I'm saying? No matter where you go, you know what I mean. Um, by the way, the homeless, the homeless action committee. Sorry to cut you. It's 393 North Pearl Street. I just have to throw that out. Oh, there. Right, Shout out, right. Kiki. Go Thank ahead. you. You know, people want to find ways to give back. You know what I mean? And um, cooking is one easy way for a lot of people to give back. And I know people out there do it. You right. know what I'm saying? Deborah's son is out there doing some things. Yeah, he's, he's giving he's some provi- families a lot of help this year. He's providing, like he's actually spending his own money, going out there buying food, and he's 
and he's requesting families to contact him and he's already doing it specifically out in Troy but he's taking care of his community and uh that's what's up yeah definitely I'm sure if we all went through our houses or apartments you would find things oh, that yeah. someone could get use out of that you hadn't right. used we just cleaned out my girl's daughter's bedroom and found gifts from last year that hadn't even been opened shoots and ladders mm. game hadn't been opened oh. so I we, love shoots and ladders we t- well I brought it in the car that's in the car for Thank us you. later yeah. Thank you. duh <laughs> <laughs> so all that stuff got donated yeah. just why why hold on to that she's not gonna miss it a right. lot of places do like some breakfast things mm-hmm. during the week on the weekends whatever and they ask you to bring um, like you know a little donation at the door but they also say you know bring some some canned food with you yeah the food pantries you know what I mean yeah I go to a breakfast every Sunday at a spot out in um, Waterford and they do a breakfast and it's always a fundraiser for the local community but they also ask you to bring canned food or something that's not going to expire right Quick, and quickly and also if you are interested in doing things like that and you want to go out and buy some stuff one of the best places to go is Ocean State Job Lot because they have a lot of good food a lot of good organic stuff reasonably priced that you can donate someplace else yeah and if you have nice. a Facebook friend or you work with somebody that's one of those all lives matter type people uh-huh. that's a really good time to guilt them into just donating <laughs> shit yep. it's, uh, for whatever <laughs> cause really is right now it's thank like, you flip I like it on that. turn it on like if, if all lives really matter <laughs> yeah. give send up the me can, 10 can. Yams, yams. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, 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 guys. Are we ready? Guys, White guys. Devil's Advocate's going to be splitting peas with mice on Thanksgiving. All lives matter. <laughs> all lives. All. <laughs> all. All. <laughs> all lives. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Ladies and gentlemen, White Devil's Advocate. White Devil's Advocate is getting blank stares. <laughs> <laughs> to go around we're, we're, he's, getting, he's getting blank stares from whites They're like nah They're like get son. him off of there get him off Nah there. son Not here Nate Not here <laughs> It's not Wait, Nate I can't help it when White Devil's Advocate comes in and takes over my Can't control my it My body they're I like, got you They're like wait till we leave please <laughs> <laughs> White Devil's Advocate getting no love Right. As he deserves. Next topic. Okay. Okay, man. What's the next, to topic? the next topic? Is this the one where we get to touch each other? No. Yay! Group hug. Group hug. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's do it. You know, treat yourself. Non-sexual, skin-to-skin contact. I'm coming. Hold on a sec. Come on over here, Nate. Sit, sit next to me, buddy. It's a vital part of human development. In American society, men are generally discouraged from physical closeness due to heterosexual or heteropatriarchal patriarchal, I can't pronounce it, norms. That's gay. No, stop. That's gay. We discussed the implications and our last instances of non-sexual human contact, including massages, nope, pedicures, nope, manicures, nope, haircuts, yeah, extended hugs, etc. I have my arm around JB right now. Yes. I'm sitting really close. Like, and that's all right. I, I, like your, I like your deodorant. No, that's, my, that's my leg. That's my arm on your thigh. Oh, my, my leg is touching JB. JB has his arm on my leg. Yeah. So JB, where did all of those little no's and no's and yeses come from? Those are your own personal opinions? This is personal opinions. This is, these are things that um, I have not had done by males. Uh-huh. Until now. Until now. Until Nate just massaged my feet. Um, <laughs> shout out to How Nate. How come nobody else is hands. trying to touch each other? Lenny, come you know on. I'll hold, true's hand. I'll, throw, I'll hold True's hand for the rest of the show. True, you want to hold hands with Lobo? You know what happens? Yes. You know what happens, honestly? Sometimes Lobo, come on. Hold my hand, bro. We're, too, we're so close. Here. Sometimes I come, come up and, I, and I give my brother's dap, right? 
And that's sometimes, sometimes they're like, yo, you a little bit rough on the dap. Oh yeah, I know who you're talking about. No, but but it's, oh, no, but it's me. Oh, it's you. me as well as Alex. <laughs> oh yeah, as well yes. as the fire. Oh, yeah. But like Alex several. is strong I give, hand Luke. knock you over. Yeah, yeah, but like sometimes I grab True. I'm like, yo, what up, my dude? Like, and I give him the dap. And yeah. earlier he said, yo, I'll be feeling like he's gonna body slam me. No, I'm not. I'm just little, <laughs> and I just want to make sure my presence is felt. You want to? That's rub all that is. Nipples. And I, and I want to rub nipples with yeah. True because yeah. his is big as mine. I think. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Pause. All right. Pause. No, no, there is no pause. There's well, oh, no pause. That's no what this pauses. conversation is about. about. So prior to about nipples? bringing it up in this conversation, the last time that uh, this kind of enlarged was really brought to my attention is when my son was born. Yep. And mm-hmm. something they talk about with babies is that skin-to-skin contact and how important it is to have. Uh, that's like one of the first things that like a new baby gets is like contact with the skin of like one of the parents, mother, father. And it's just like there and it's like just touching like another human and feeling that and that warmth. And at some point, uh, I think all of us, as we get older, like we lose that, we lose the uh, right. the that connection of people on a really close basis. Yeah, uh, to all of our parents, I know certainly uh, in my household we weren't really it wasn't really that touchy feely, and, and a big part of that certainly with me and my father was he wasn't there. Right. Um, yeah. So I think my uh, reaction to like kind of dudes touching, like I always had it, I always kind of kept a little bit of a distance to most males in general because of that. Uh, something that I noticed uh, working at like past summer camps or something like that, you know, that I thought was cool was like kids. Uh, you know, especially like kids come from the city, they're at their first time in camp. One of the very first things, uh, the immediate things that you notice is like everybody wants their space. This is my space. Don't touch me. Especially mm. like if, uh, you know, as an adult in the council, you've been playing around horse rising. You know, no, nah, don't touch me. Don't, you know, just don't touch me at all. And then by the end of the week or two weeks, you know, everybody is sitting on top of each other. You know what I mean? Everybody's playing and wrestling. It's like you can tell. You mean tell, like me and JB? It's, it's close. You can like, tell like this? how close, you know, that Someone connection is. Where, and that's where like that family thing is. And it's uh, Lanny taking off clothes. There you go. Yeah, yeah, get naked, baby. He's getting ready to sit on Seb's lap. (laughs) When when you see it and you notice it, it's like this. When I I was like, what is it that separates that, or what is it that kind of forces that? And I feel like this society in general we're designed to really not like to kind of be in our little space in our bubble and not really touch because you really need that skin to skin contact with with whoever. I'm I'm not trying to be funny, but like they did an experiment back in the 19 early 1900s um, where they Put 100 babies Newborns In this area In the newborn area Whatever that's called Because I forget And They left them they fed them They nurtured them By feeding them You know And they came in And they talked to them Or whatever But they, they didn't pick them up And right, hug right, them and stuff And The majority of the kids died Because they didn't have that oh, That shit, nurturing right? Touch Were they feeding the kids? They were feeding them They were feeding them Were they, they feeding, were feeding them Poison? Crap. No they were feeding them Whatever it was They were feeding them They died oh, Is this Nazi know. Germany 1940? Okay. This is Russia oh, Alright This were is they, Russia 1920s What Were they Feeding them bleach? No, they were feeding them <laughs> regular food. Seriously, right. and because they didn't have that nurturing skin-to-skin touch from from a parent or anyone for that matter, most of them died. All right. Well, let's let's, let's move forward huh? to us as adult men, and we're still alive. Right. Look, <laughs> I see much and, and, and every time the- I see my son, we hug. Okay. How you doing? We hug, like okay. we embrace. Okay. How you doing? You good? Yep, we good. Kiss each other on the cheek and we keep it moving. My sons are nineteen. My twin boys are nineteen, and I have a twelve year old. Every time I see right. my sons, we hug. We hug and kiss like it's nothing. Okay. 
bringing that up, did you guys wrestle? Were you guys? Uh, oh, of were you, course. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of physical contact. And yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we'd fight and play around, and my sons would be like, "Oh, get off me, Dad! Damn, Dad, you smell good." And and we keep playing around or whatever, like crazy <laughs> stuff. That's what we would do. That's what we would do all the time. Dad, you smell good. Pause, son. Pause. Yeah, right. <laughs> all right, Nate. How about you? Huh? How about you? What about me? Where did, did, did does the physical contact between you and your male peers still exist? And if so, if not, when did it when did it go away? If it still exists? Oh, I, say so. Yeah, I don't know if it was ever really really there. I mean, um, I, just like everybody else in this room, you know, you have the physical contact with your mom, maybe your dad when you're when you're a lot younger, and then as you get older, um, it tapers off. Right. Um, and I don't know. Where that comes from, you know, I, right. I know that I grew up, and I, I'm personally, I'm not even that affectionate with my parents. Oddly, you right. know, I don't necessarily feel comfortable kissing them, and you know, I'll give them hugs every once in a while, but not every time we, I see them. You right. know what I mean? So, I, I don't, I don't know why, how that, how that is is who I am. I don't know if society shaped me. I don't know where that came from. Okay. But that yeah, that's me. I mean, um so you know, sitting next to JB right now with my arm around him, <laughs> my hand on his thigh here, <laughs> patting his thigh patting his thigh right now. You hear yeah, that right? He's, he's, right he's now. patting my thigh for you real. <laughs> yes. This is all staged. This is, no, this is great. No, this, this is, is great. Best thing. This okay. is not staged. Me and JB do this. We a cool. Lot. We are cool. We, we are right. we're buddies we cool. like that. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know, Beach Shot Radio was actually started by Nate and JB. That's true. You know, they're very close. And every time we do the radio show, we have a hand on each other's thighs. It's usually not for the second hour, but it's more love today. Yeah, when drunk yeah. hits the scene. Yeah. But they are both drinking as All right, well. Let me get this guy. Let me okay. get this guy over here. Sev. Yes, sir. Are you an affectionate person? Definitely. Yeah. Explain. I mean, I show my kids love every day, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. My family. I mean, I'm not too close to my fam, but, you know, if I see him, it's all love. But, you know, when my brothers see me, you know, you always get you get daps, you get a hug. I ain't afraid to touch my brothers, you know what I mean? Right. That, mm-hmm. You know how many times? So can I come sit on your you lap? Know, no, sir. Hold on. You know how many... <laughs> You know how many times? <laughs> Damn, shot down. You know, quick. that play didn't even take you, off, yo. <laughs> I love you, Nate. That, that, no, no, that, I'm just saying, like that I mean, plan had to make a water landing. I think, I think uh, Lobo touched on a little bit. It's just like you know, he you touched want, on you a yeah. little bit. <laughs> yeah, and it was so good. All right. Be sure radio, I'm folks. Saying, though, like, Tune in. Like Lobo. He explained a little bit. He was like, you know, you want your personal space. You know what I mean? Like, when the moment arrives, you know what I'm saying? You give love. You give dabs. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know how many times Dez has kissed me? Not on yeah. the lips, but yeah. my man. On the cheek Dez, or whatever. Like, that's, that's, that's my brother. I don't really have any problems with that. But if it's a stranger, that, that's a problem no matter who it is. Right. Okay. Can I kiss you? Yes, sir. Huh? You know what? Can there's been you? times that we've Can gone through you? things no, or, or, or have has been spontaneous. the first time. Have had something happen around us, and we've been sensitive to it, and we see our brother, and we give them the hug because right. we need we need to feel that right now. You right. know what I mean? When my mother passed, oh yeah, like right, right. I, I needed that from you. I needed that from you. You know what I'm saying? I needed it. That was the best fish I ever made. <laughs> Damn sure <laughs> was. That was the best fish I that ever shit made. That was so good. Oh my goodness, man! <laughs> High emotions bring yeah. out the best things. Go ahead. Um. Yeah, no, I didn't have a father around, so I didn't really have that experience. But then when male role models did come into my life, I, I would attach to them really quickly, whether it was like a, a boyfriend or grandfather or whatever. But you would attach to them because really, as, a, as a 
as a boy, you you want that male camaraderie, right. whatever. Um, and as I'm older now, I don't. I mean, when I was in high school and right after high school, there was you couldn't even really like give daps to like someone I went to high school. I don't ever remember doing that, but being in like the hip hop scene where like. Mitch will just come up to you and like hug you and be like, or Dizzo. Mm-hmm. Mitch right. might hug a little <laughs> kiss me too on the hard. Yeah, he yeah. Good. Dizzo kissed you on the mouth. He kissed me on the like, mouth. Oh, <laughs> you just have to brace for it. Like, that I'm, gonna my to show too. I'm gonna touch all these dudes when I get to the <laughs> show. I got you. Like, you yeah. have to prepare for all the contact <laughs> that's Richard gonna happen Simmons, when you get yo. there. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but I wonder. I wonder if it's generational. Like, it's because our parents were before it was okay to be. Like it's it's prominent like gay marriage is out there and everything's it's it's you know becoming more open and more before that though I was cool giving my brothers hugs and daps like why not we, yeah I never yeah. saw a problem with it yeah I mean he, that's what and, we're talking and even, about even even my my gay friends I was cool giving them daps like yeah. I don't care yeah. about that like whatever it is yeah. what it is it's funny see my my mother uh, is gay so I remember right. like being in high school and and feeling like sometimes that I had to like kind of be this like almost like uh, pretend to be like a hyper masculine or like kind of like put on some type of thing and and it was never the one thing that I never had to do was pretend to be like really physical with dudes because like it wasn't a thing that heterosexual men were doing you know what I mean just in general. Like anybody was like, you know, there's the, I always, you know, always read about like the weird thing in locker rooms and like dudes. And, like I've never seen that. And it's always like a weird foreign thing to me. But like, uh, I feel like everybody, as far as that I've seen, it's like everybody's like wants their space. Like don't really, you know, don't touch me over here. Don't really, except for, you know, the people that I've been closest with. You know what I mean? That, yeah. you know, that we grew up, that you went through shit, that you go through the hard times with. And, uh, you know, these people are, you feel comfortable enough to kind of let them in, you know, and everybody has their, their limit or whatever. And some people, like Seth said, like pushing that limit for other people and invading that personal space uh, and, uh, you know, overstepping that boundary so they can say, hey, you know, I love you too, just so you know, even if I'm being a dick, this is, you know, right. here's a oh, kiss I- on the cheek for it, you know, or whatever right. that is yeah. for some people. But, uh, you know, I think there's, uh, and part of the reason we were talking about is that there's a lot of shame. I think there's a lot of shame that people have uh, being in contact with one another in general or, you know, whether that's male or female, just like, just having to like, be like forced to like actually contact people especially now as we're getting closer to like you know here I'll text you or you know we'll do this from oh, yeah. on the internet we'll do this from All as right, far away right. as possible right. uh, you know and uh, you know don't just don't touch me we could do we could take over the world together but don't touch me you know what I mean and it's uh, I feel like that's kind of where we're headed uh, as society in general and I think we need to get back to just like that group hug man let's get you know my, bring it in group hug we my should group take a hug. picture and do group a group hug. hug my brother's a barber and I, I got my hair cut a couple days ago mm-hmm. and he the really? Next, yeah. Can we see? A couple of days Let's ago, see. where? Let's see how he did. Let's like, check like out my brother. Two brothers. weeks ago? No, like a couple of days ago, two, three weeks. Days ago. are running Fresh. together now. I'm unemployed. Can They're you all take the your same hat off. Week. I just <laughs> want to see the. Um, it's oh. on the side. I got to see the face. That's nice. I have to judge. Oh, I need to judge. There oh, we go. Hey, there we go. Good job. Did you come here? Hold on. It's Hold a on a t- All right. I got to drop this mic. I don't know what's happening. Nate's coming over. Nate's coming over. You can inspect the fade real quick. All right. I will be touching it, by the way. Nate's Nate's touching my head. It's a little sweaty. I had this knit hat on. The only thing. This is the thing, though. It's been a couple days. But, 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 Lanny, when. When, when when you get in your haircut, you don't look dude in the face, do you? Well, yeah, that's where I was going with it. Day later, my brother goes, "Yo, you make like direct eye contact with me and shit." <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, "You're my brother. If you you're looking me in the face, trying to line my beard up, 
<laughs> I'm gonna look you in the eye. What am I supposed to? Right. But uh, he's a barber and he'll give me shit for looking him in the eye. But you've had that barber who rubs their their junk on you, whether on accident oh, or on purpose. That's why I cut my own hair. That's why you stopped going to that barber. Dude, I had a dentist that 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 I swear I think he was rubbing his junk on me, man. Yeah. I don't go to him anymore. And we're moving that to was, the next topic. Too, I didn't. Call, I didn't speak too yet. Too close. Wait, let's, so, let's I think that's right. What are some Wait, other jobs is, though? Where like you or there's some other examples of during the day where you're like your space will get invaded. I feel like being a waiter. Uh, you know, I have to kind of invade people's space, reaching back and forth for food, clearing plates, that kind of thing. And I'm trying to be like very aware of my spatial presence on there. Am I going to touch them? Am I going to breathe on them? You know what I mean? I, I try to be very aware of that. And people like I notice people that like tense up when I reach in for the plate. So I kind of like, you know, I'm just, people, people sh- like their space. It shouldn't know? be so socially unaccepted, though, to like, you're bringing my food, you're doing a service, you right. need, the, like, and if you rub arms with me, I shouldn't be like, oh, goodness, this stranger. But I can understand a little bit with the barber thing. You're very. Yeah, what if they rub rubbing nuts with you? That's not like, okay. If it feels oh weird to me, well, he had to like, to like close my eyes. He if had my, to, if my true, eyes are closed, I feel like that's weird. He had to straddle my, like, knee. He had a straight razor. This is my brother. He had Wait a straight a razor And he You want him to get Close with the straight razor But I was like He's resting It's resting right on wow. I feel wow. it Take And I gotta boy. And I gotta Go to Thanksgiving dinner With him in two days So You but, gonna turn the favor Yeah, I'm yeah. Sit on his Wait back. so true True What you got True Alright so I have um, a, a close relationship With my father And um you know, I grew up receiving a lot of hugs, a lot of kisses from my male father, straight up, you know. But in addition to that, one of the people who played an intricate role in raising me was my uncle and his partner. You know, they were they were very significant in my life. The, you know, they're the influence, the influence in me as far as like classical music, as far as um, photography, travel, storytelling. You know, that's something that I was always accustomed to something that I grew up with and as a result of growing up with it it wasn't foreign to me Mm -hmm. what was foreign to me was when people would say that's gay Mm. because to me because to me I'm they're they're basically saying they're using the word they're using gay to say something is bad bad yeah and I I was like but what's wrong with Uncle Billy and Uncle Norman? Mm-hmm. You know? Um, so, I was always affectionate. Like, always, always. Like, even today. Like, I will I will put my hand on a woman's shoulders, and it doesn't mean I'm trying to get with her. You're it right. just means Why I'm trying to get... Why the you lying? <laughs> Why you always lying? <laughs> oh, my God. Stop fucking lying. <laughs> And I lost. As you were. Thanks, guys. Here's a Reese's. But that that was commonplace when I was growing up. Words like that were were used frequently. Gay, fag, all that was very frequently used. Like just to mean yeah. And I didn't even know the meaning of that. And it was just meant yeah, like. Yeah, like, that's queer, that's gay. I remember two kids yelling at a kid because he was going to meet his girlfriend and said, stop being a fag, come play football. 
I'm like, right. can't be what? anything less gay. He's going to meet a girl. No, bro, you're being fat. Go play football. <laughs> Let's go play football. But I saw like that was really two boys. Two boys Come playing with over a ball. And catch this yeah. ball. Come yeah. over yeah, here and right? wrestle us to the ground. But right. you're gonna go kiss a girl. <laughs> I think they're just more or less saying like, you know, like don't be a, a pussy or something. Like yeah, that. yeah. They're, they're questioning your manhood, even though ironically right. you're going to see a girl or he's right. going to see a girl, and they want him to stick around. Do you think that? Um, between races It's different As far as uh, Male affection Towards their children Do you think Black, white Hispanic Whatever That it's I different don't, I don't think it, I don't think It's different personally You know I, I just, just got I finished Watching on every day. I just got finished Watching Rumble Kings On uh, the documentary About gangs You know Gangs in, in, yep, um, yes. in New York in, in the Bronx And um you know, it's an interesting etymology for for gangs because it's it's a lot of abandoned young men, you know, coming together for camaraderie and for safety, you know. But they're not hugging and kissing each other. You know, the order today is protecting themselves and fucking shit up. <laughs> you know, yeah. if need be, yeah. You know, if it comes to that, yeah. I grew up in the same manner, man. Like you know. I think most of us, you know, come up like that when you grow up without a father in the household. You gravitate towards right. uncles. You right. gravitate towards big brothers or whoever's on the street. I mean, I remember coming up and having two big brothers, one from Siena College, one from um, SUNY, the Big Brother Big Sister program. And me and Jay talk about this all the time about the the male influences that we had coming up, and whether it be from a TV show, whether it be from like. Um, uh, a personal acquaintance You know what I'm saying Whether it be from church Whether it be from Somebody on the block You know When you have that Intimacy with Somebody who's Who you respect There is no like Oh that's gay He can't hug me Nothing like that Never Like Lobo said That, that never crosses our minds right. Ever I mean you know What's appropriate touch And you know What's what you what you're looking for like jb said earlier you know you want that touch to make sure that like you're connected there's a bond there and there's no limitations really as far as like the friendship and love goes when you talk about physical stuff like sex and all that's a whole nother realm you know that has to do with the abuse of power it doesn't have to do with pleasure for some people you know i mean that's what makes people feel uncomfortable when they think they're being taken advantage of like like a dentist as nate said if a dentist is on you doing that you know it's not like you know if that was your boy doing it like by accident it's no big deal you know, by like accident. Lobo, by accident. Rawr. You know what I'm saying? That's your boy. Like Lobo had said when he's he when he, when he's like um uh, bringing out food and stuff, dealing with customers, right. he might actually do something like that. Like maybe his junk might touch somebody's knee or his arm might touch somebody's peck or something like that. But my point is, is that his arm might touch those somebody's pecker. <laughs> Oh they might <laughs> no more so, no more liquor for him. <laughs> so old, so you know what I mean. So this is getting elderly here. Having her peckers since my grandfather oh my was alive. <laughs> you let me. Um, you know, I I actually want to address what 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 the question that Lanny asked because I think I do notice a difference, and not necessarily along racial lines, but I think along racial slash age lines. Okay. Um, I think that when I. Um, deal with or, or greet or whatever maybe white men that are older I don't think they feel as comfortable with the whole hand you know hug you know arm on the shoulder type thing yeah I agree um, I think Lanny mentioned it earlier about like how that is black culture it's hip hop culture that's right. a lot of and that I think yeah. that's probably that, what it you know is know what I mean? yeah mm-hmm. I mean you look in baseball I mean like dudes used to like even basketball even basketball they, they and football other, yeah they pat each other on the butt yeah. coming up you call each other what up kid oh, come on yeah. kid yeah you know, 
fools used to call me Joey Kid. Joey Kid, come on, Joey Kid. Like, mm-hmm. if you're at the bat, whatever, those things happen. But yeah. you never saw it as something like, yo, that's gay, son. Never. Camaraderie. Mm-hmm. Right? You know the difference when you're grown. I was grown when I was six. You know what I mean? You understand what's what's right and what's what's what you don't like. Mm-hmm. So there's no natural like there's a camaraderie between a baseball team or a hip hop scene or whatever, but there's no natural right. camaraderie between like seventy year old white men and a twenty year old white guy. Like even my brother. There is. It's called oppression. <laughs> hey. Oh. Oh. Sir. <laughs> <laughs> True face. <laughs> and on that note, yo, what's the next? What's the next topic? Let's go on the next topic. No. We're, we're taking on this topic. I like this topic. I don't know about you guys, but hey, I like as this he touches topic. my shoulder, I like this topic. I think it's good, and I think what what, you, what Lane was talking about with the barbershop thing, and I'm thinking again, just kind of thinking about more instances of that, where it's like on that day to day, you know, where you're dealing with people, and and just maybe sometimes like where you can just be closer to somebody. Like I, like I'm at the grocery store today, and uh, you know. We're bagging groceries and they have like, all right, so the cart and the groceries are going to go this way and the people are going to go this way. But like I got my son in the cart, so I'm like still lingering on the aisle that has supposed to be just for carts because my son's right there. and I want to pull and shit off the shelf. But I can tell that the guy at the register is kind of like, you know, people are supposed to be on this side, you know, and I'm like invading his space a little bit. And I really just want to like, I really just want well, to this guy. What you kind know? of voice was that? That was, this is just my, my and I, I don't know, it's kind of, it was actually a, a, a woman who was very bright and I don't know, but this is my register guy voice, default register guy voice. And, uh, but, uh, but the, you know, you could, it's just one of the things where you see that. And when I notice that, I, you know, I want to bring him in. I want to be like, hey, don't worry, it's cool. We'll just hug real quick, especially my son's there. And uh, he's usually great about breaking that ice for him because he'll throw something or he'll drool. Or he'll, he, he brings the close You know He'll be yeah. you know, too close for you um, Another All great example great though, too. segues To so, the next two topics I'm, I'm at, say, I'm at the playground too Right And it's uh, So my son's feeling He's three years old And uh, there's other kids Running around the playground And uh, you know There's a littler kid So maybe one and a half years old And my son immediately Goes up to him And he wants to like Hug him And he's hugging him And kissing him And uh, I can see The other parent That's kind of weary Of like whose child Is this that and the third I can see it's a germ thing But I almost feel In my head Weirded out like is my son being too affectionate? Is my male son, oh, that's interesting. you know, and 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 I have to like check myself to be like, no, it's fine. Of course, yeah, it's let fine. him, let but him, let like, him have that. But I, but I, I see it and I, I feel it. Shout initially. out to the free school. And, yeah, but do you, yeah. do you think that because it's a stranger? Because if it was like a, a cousin or something like that, where you went, not even a way? thought, absolutely yeah. that. And I, I think about uh, maybe I'm, I'm paranoid of what they're thinking is more, and I'm not really yeah. worried about so much myself, but I'm thinking about what they're thinking about uh, the vision of my son, you know, hugging on him. And for me, it's like we teach him, hey, we're hugging, we're kissing we're, you know that's all love so like when he gets it and it's funny to see how natural like he just learned that he picked that up because we're hugging at home and kissing at home you know what I mean so it's like yeah. it's, it's the love is there initially yeah. so it's like I can see when it weirds out other people and how weird that is and it's, it weirds me out my Strange. son's doing that with his friends, man. Like he's giving them dad, bringing him in, and you got to see the looks on their faces. You're yeah. like, can we be this close? Yeah, they're this like, what was going on? Would, <laughs> you, would you get a massage from a man, Seth? Yes. Do it. Yes. Um, if if you went in dead set on getting a massage and they go, oh, right, yeah. there's no females here today. Only we have That'd is a be guy. Fine. Yeah. You have a problem with that? Yeah. I mean, it's a professional place. I mean, yeah. You know. Right. Yeah. I mean, are you there to get a massage or are you there to get something else? A happy I mean, ending. A happy ending. Hey, hey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> JB, would you would you let a man massage you with oils? <laughs> 
Why you had to throw the oil? Why you got to make it all shiny? Why couldn't just be a regular massage, fam? Is there candles? Because you paid extra for the oils. There's some candles involved. That's why. JB walks into the office, the lights go down, the candles get up. Shot days on. You know what I mean? Dude, come out with it. Then then I start getting on my sexy voice. I'm like, nah, I'm good, fam. You got to pay extra for the man, Hank. <laughs> nah, but yeah, if if it was something I was going to pay for, I'm going to mas- to a masseuse. Yeah, why not? I don't care if it's male or female. I just have never had a massage from a male before. So, I mean, my doctor's male. I mean, my man, what's up? You know what I mean? Life. <laughs> yeah, it's just what it is. It's what it is. It's Doctors it is. have always I mean, been males. Yeah, right. Yeah, but then you know, they're not trying to bag me. <laughs> you, you don't know right? that. You don't know that. No, 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 no. You don't know that. Yes, I do. I can sense when somebody's being illegitimate. You don't know that. I had a female Check doctor. Yourself. Right toward, Check yourself. Check yourself, Right towards the age where you're supposed to not, you're, you're like hitting puberty, things are going on. I had a female doctor at that up to that point, and she did the checkup where you check the certain, yes, the yep. turn your head and cough. Oh, yeah. And when she went to go do it, she went, oh, you you're, you need a male doctor. Like <laughs> You're at the age now where I need to stop touching you there. And I kind of giggled, too, because she had a cold hand and... <laughs> so she's like, we need to. I got a male doctor. I need a man with a cool. This relationship's oh, shit. over. <laughs> she didn't. She didn't appreciate the erection, is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That guy's been laying on his back with a hard on for an hour. <laughs> oh, all we have is a highlights magazine in here, so I don't know what's doing. <laughs> listen, listen. I mean, let's get, let's get into one of these other topics. <laughs> okay, Sheesh. okay. Boy Boyby, not Barbie. Boy B. Okay. Mattel has just put a boy in a Barbie ad for the first time ever. Okay. Many are praising the ad for deconstructing gender roles. Others are pointing out that Barbies have been enforcing gender roles and an unattainable beauty standards for women for half a century. Is there any danger in corporations using seemingly progressive sentiment to enforce the status quo or what? What what are your thoughts on it? I think that this is a direct result of uh, you know places like Target or Walmart or whatever it was that are saying that they're going to de uh, desex the toy aisle anyway, so they're going to be like, hey, we're going to have you know the Legos and the X Men and the Barbies and the Ninja Turtles all together in the same aisle anyway. We're going to market to these kids anyway. I don't think that the people that are uh, making commercials and are selling or trying to get kids to buy shit care. Uh, they're just going to try to get as many people as possible. So if they yep. can get boys and girls in a in commercial for Barbies hey we'll get everybody in there I think that's how they're seeing it um, if well, they hey opening up, open up your audience by uh, 50% 100% yeah, whatever you I think they're like in. bring it on right. I think, I think yeah, it's one of those point. instances where like diversity favors uh, you know the commerce I guess for some of these guys so it's yeah. like, they're like yeah let's turn the commercials out wait you're yes. telling me I can sell Barbies to boys too oh, right right okay I'll do it exactly what, you, like- what you guys don't remember Barbie has Ken so yeah, if so you put a boy in, in a Barbie a, ad yeah, it's not a real Boy. Yeah, but boys aren't He's playing like, with Ken. Girls are playing with Ken. Yeah. This, yeah. this would be the new the final frontier. Would the be deal. like the male uh, focused Ken dolls. Like they, I feel like because the Ken dolls have always been you know aimed at women. So it's called GI Joe. Girls, you know. Yeah, so you bring like, your GI Joe. They raid Barbie's playhouse. Yeah. They took it's all the furniture. Day. Pretty much. I don't. I feel like if if your daughter 
is looking up to Barbie as a role model, there's a bigger issue there than Barbie. Well, you, you poor parent, probably shitty course. parent. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, whether it's whether the boy parents yeah, kill yourself. <laughs> Gosh. You know my favorite one that yes. I see now. It just kind of like doing the shopping and going through the stores. Is they got the Nerf has a line of 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 guns and and arrows and shit for girls. It's called Rebel. Ooh. Yes. Very dope. And it's yes. like crossbows and like the guns and everything. But it's like hues of purple and pink. And Ooh. they have like and it's they, so dope. They got extra elements to them. Like so not only does it fire, it's like but Candace you have Everdeen. to like crack the code. Right? It has like a security lock on it, and you got to crack the code because you know because some women are smarter than boys anyway or girls are smarter than boys anyway so it's like they're, they're, they're thinking about it they're thinking about these things and they're marketing it the right way so I was just thinking know, about Hunger Games it. yep yes. Word. Hunger yep. Games Word. They, they, they know their audience they're seeing it quick and they're like hey you know there's uh, before we're even seeing it on the shelves I think there's already like the book the game the movie and everything else that's right and behind also, it and also besides outside of the movie we got a lot of female role models coming up in movies and stuff and, and, and sports figures and stuff like that so you're gonna see more stuff geared towards them in that in that neck of the woods anyway Ronda Rousey just got her ass beat by another fine ass woman so you're gonna see more of that type of stuff everybody's doing everything yep I just saw they had the uh, the Marvel Live get rid thing of the lines at the, uh, the Times Union Center mm-hmm. and I saw again just at the restaurant I see a ton of little girls and moms with their little girls going in line to go see Marvel Live and little girls are dressed up like Captain America and I'm asking yep. like I'm the comic book nurse I'm like who's your favorite comic book she's right. like Captain America Cyclops da, da, da. and yeah, I'm like alright you know was just talking I'm not about gonna argue earlier. with a six year old who thinks that loves Captain America, you know what I mean? I, right. There was actually there was a couple we got into it with. But, I bought, you know, there's, there's, for the most part, I feel like that's a beautiful thing, you know what I mean? And it just shows that it, that it is there. You know, girls are checking for it, so it's like, wh- why not? Right. I bought, I bought Beyblades, Beyblades, and Legos last year were my girls' daughter's favorite present. Mostly, those are you know, majority boys play with the Beyblades and whatever. Mm. But I can see my my brother and his girl the way that they are raising. Uh, my niece is very, you know, uh, uh, putting her down the path of a specific gender role. They got the kitchen already and, you know, female, the female toys to the point that I was like, if she wants, I said, if she wants a football, football helmet, she's going to have it because I'll buy it for her. Right. And my mother gets very upset and, and my brother's girl gets very upset because they think, oh, she's, it's got to be princess. It's got to be mm-hmm. gender specific. Mm-hmm. Right. And I don't really, I don't really buy into that, but it's not also not my kid. <laughs> right. Say but I'm the uncle who can kind of take her and be like, "Let's go do whatever Let's that you want." Right. I got I got shit as a kid. They had these. Um, it was a female toy. It was like a. Uh, it was like Barbie with a with wings, and you plug them into it was the thing. princess. You, yes, you rip the rip cord and it shoots them in the oh, air. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and yeah. I thought those were cool as shit because yeah. I could shoot them up in the air because I didn't have a dad to throw me a ball, mm-hmm. so I could shoot them up in the air and, and run and catch them myself. Catch it. That's, yeah. like, that's some sad shit though. I bought a half a football one time. Mm-hmm. Nerf came out with a half football. You could throw at the wall, it would bounce back to you. <laughs> that's wow. some sad shit. So my dad was a brick wall, but um, so my mother wouldn't let me have those those pulled angel toys because she's like, no, what are you doing? They're, they're, so my aunt got for me and when I was sleeping my mom got drunk and her and her friends were out in the backyard playing with it I'm like it's okay for you as adults to get drunk and go play with (laughs) my Barbie Angel toys but I can't play with Barbie Angel toys that's messed up but then they came out with the boy version that was like a dragon right right Sev you and I both have male and female kids what's what's your take on this man what do you do when it comes to your son if you see him in the room and he's playing with well your daughters are too old to play with Barbies now but there was a time when they had dolls and, mm-hmm. and all of that stuff yeah. you know well, I mean he still has 
Well, he doesn't have dolls in his room, but I never seen him pick up a, a doll. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. a girl doll specifically. I mean, he never really played with dolls. He had Legos and football, basketball. He was more or less like physical. He was always wrestling, but right. he was always technical too. He's always doing something with cards. He never really did anything with dolls, honestly. You know yeah. I mean, it wasn't his thing, but so I mean, when it comes to this this new ad that came out with Barbie, and they got a little boy in there, and and the boys advertising the Barbie doll, what do you think about that? Because I, I find it to be fine. I, I have no problem. I don't see with why it. people are bugging out. I mean, it's just one of those things. Who cares? I mean, is, is there food for girls and food for boys? Right. I mean, exactly. I mean, I forgot who brought it up. I think it was Lobo. It's like they have a, a maybe Nate. They have a, they have a Ken doll. I mean, even though boys weren't playing with that necessarily, but Ken looked just like G.I. Joe Right I mean yeah. what's the what's the? I think right. society Does put it on you Because when kids Come into the store They know to the left Is girls To the right Is the boys Right Pink aisle yeah, Blue aisle exactly. Oh you wearing mm -hmm. pink You a girl It's like wow And I guess so So as a parent With both would it, was it, Is it easier uh, When it comes Shopping season To go to one aisle Or to get For everybody The whole family Or do you want to Like you know Go hey oh my, I can get my guys Over on this side And get my girls Over on this side Man, How about listen. as a father Going down that aisle Of pink for stuff for your little girl I'm gonna tell you like this For me My daughter was older My daughter is what Four years older than my sons My, my oldest sons Um, When she got the, the little kitchen And the boys were old enough They went in the kitchen With her and cooked too Right So it was not a thing Right when, when I got the skateboards For the boys She was out there Trying to get on their skateboards Right, right. When I bought bikes I had to get everybody a bike Right So And it didn't matter What the color of the bike was They just wanted a bike you know and what I'm saying? So, so it, it really didn't matter. So really, it's this whole thing I feel like is perpetuated on the side of people that are just selling us shit. Like these are the people that care. It's like who, who, who's getting it? Who are we getting it to? What are they? What aisle are they going to go to get it? Right. And uh, what color is the packaging going to be? Really, I think is what it comes down to for most of these things. Yeah, pretty much true. Huh? <laughs> True staring at his face. I, I, I don't care. Shout, shout out to our our uh, our new sponsor, yes. Albany Distillery. Yeah, this yeah. episode of Beach Chat Radio is brought to you by Albany Distilling Company. Cheers. We drink in the uh, Quackenbush Still House Rum tonight, and it's delicious. I'm drinking Albany the bourbon. And oh, you're drinking the beer bourbon? bourbon. It's mostly and in Seb my beer. Drinking water. Word. My beard is soaking I'm actually it up. drinking vanilla chai tea, but I had the rum yesterday. Mate, let's get into a block of music, man, and let's come back and talk about some other good stuff. Let's talk about Trump and his trumped up ideas. Masai also okay. just pointed out to me that one third of your listeners have no idea who I am, so I don't know. <laughs> oh yeah, maybe we should have done an introduction and and had. Well, but we did have to explain who he was. Well, no, when we come back, there was a lot of whack yapping in the beginning. Yeah, oh, when we yeah, come we back, were, we're gonna reintroduce right. you, right. Mike Lanny. You got and a website. Uh, just pick food records. Just go there. It's all there. Do the knowledge, folks. Do the knowledge on pick food records. Let's go, Nate. With Dax, after we get done cutting this song, I'm going to take you around over to the live board. You know what I mean? Where I grew up. Yeah. Come on. Uh. You know. You know. It's like, what? Uh-huh. Freestyle and pass, freestyle and pass, freestyle and pass, so the cycle will last. 
freestyle pass So the cypher will last Blast these cats spitting all day off the head With a mass amount of words Spontaneous plus the cover topic Dropping metaphors and similes And bad amount of conscious I got a bat for the mic Text on a bag for me to write I job mine's first for wordplay So the word is brought to new heights Without sparking a hell Unless hell stands for lost and oh well All hell will break loose when I serve That part of the alphabet And I'll bet you couldn't exercise dopeness To make one pause sweat I pour a big rich lager for you poor souls To get high by the way Weed is not my subject Why subject myself to that altered state of time I don't believe that lie that it frees your mind More like freezes your mind So brain waves can't rise I don't smoke dope I stay dope and smoke with seeds to get high Rhymes is my dicks and I love hip hop music And I stay in the world to be over the influence <laughs> Well, I open up minds once closed with flows that dominate and shake the vision and thoughts of a nation gone mad. Spell out my dreams, define what I've seen, and release the wealth of wisdom to those who never had. I peep those video shows with cats who straight front, and they ain't got a clue about how the industry really works. My self-search to ensure I hold what it takes. To the herds of head, we're sending out them demo tapes. So my world is born to stay secure for sure. I ain't taint the good, and I ain't a buck pure. What drives me is my two seeds who need things to live. I'm taking time out to raise my kids to get back to the source of all things made. Made this like this to enlighten this earth worms to ensure we ain't reciting whack lyrics. Living what we speak, cause we choose it. I'm under control and over the influence. <laughs> Find it where that cheese at. I mean that. I know cats that do dirt for a half a drizzle. Set you up and wet you up before they clap the milli. They like, yo, I got that loud. Sell your ass at 20 and blow your fucking head off before you pack the milli. I'm talking dead, really. Murder ain't shit when it's hard to pay the rent. Winter time beyond chilly. So I'm a grind silly every fucking day till my body pass away. All these motherfucking cops kill. So grind for show grind, but I need it faster. Every breath the best one when niggas got asthma. I need the cash flow quick like Niagara. And if you stunt, motherfucker, I'm a black bag. Money be the objects, motherfucker. Don't ever come around these projects, motherfucker. But if you coming up, sure. Little motherfucker, we gon' leave your homie on the porch, motherfucker. Now get your money, my nigga. Yo, get your capital. Get your money, my nigga. Yo, get your capital. Yo, get your money, my nigga. Yo, get your capital. Yo, get this money, my nigga. Yo, get your capital. Don't be murdering for capital. Come to Albany, New York, get murdered in the capital. Yellow tape in the avenue. You fucking with my paper, boy? I'm at your door, 
like a paper boy Taking more shots than that Laker boy Well, this ain't Kobe, though I'm the big homie, yo My pops, yeah, he mastered them bees But I ain't growing, yo My niggas in the slum A few wannabes No need for more in the seas These niggas is my son It's that fat rapper That a back smacks you straps over each shoulder Like a backpacker I'm just trying to get my money up A step or two And I'm the words I'm trying to pass through my revenue Please don't violate, boy Cause we got several Don't be the reason your moms That have to shed a few Tears in the bucket Fuck it, suck it Bottom line, my money is not to be fucked with Don't fuck with it Money be the objects, motherfucker Don't ever come around these projects, motherfucker But if you coming up short, little motherfucker We gon' leave your homie on the porch, motherfucker Now get your money, my nigga, yo, get your capital Get your money, my nigga, yo, get your capital Yo, get your money, my nigga, yo, get your capital Yo, get this money, my nigga, yo, get your capital Do what I have to do to get this capital Smack a few rappers who actin' for grabbing all of they cabbage Like I'm the hungriest rabbit I'll fuck a nun in a habit Grab the collection plate to keep my baggy khakis full And y'all ain't half as ill My crap is easy, Mac, for real And all these cheesy rats be on they back pushing up daffodils I'm about to switch the Gouda Slicker than Rick the Ruler Lanny the Big Kahuna Now watch me switch maneuvers Taking aim at a lame since it came in the game Bang, bang, with a change in the pocket it, 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 make claim to be the same, but it's not this, 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 that ransom note for the hostage, can't stand to be broke in a box, bitch, now I go for broke, now I stop with my door while locking, your hoe is my cockpit, drop shit if you ain't gon' pop shit, told you I need a dollar, now I need two boxes, filled up with new guap, bitch, so all you new rocks get off of that hoorah shit, you know my dude's mob cat. Money be the objects, motherfucker, don't ever come around these projects, motherfucker, but if you coming up short, little motherfucker We gon' leave your homie on the porch, motherfucker Now get your money, my nigga, yo, get your capital Get your money, my nigga, yo, get your capital Yo, get your money, my nigga, yo, get your capital Yo, get this money, my nigga, yo, get your capital Your capital, your capital, your capital, your capital, your capital, your capital On your brain and make it rain with our thoughts. It's not hard to understand. Everywhere you go, man, it's some indigenous land. Scholars call it the conquest, but my people's in the system call it no contest. I use the mic like my brother used a fist. If the Christian right don't like it, they can suck on this. Politicians want to tell you that it's natural selection. Why I'm living in a house that wouldn't pass inspection. In the scheme of things we seen, yo, they only a freshman. Rise from your grave, Adi is a resurrection. I'm repping for the people like you repping your section because they lock us up in jail and give us lethal injection. Got a problem with my hair color and my complexion, but we proud of our Indian blood. They call us Redskin, Vincente Fox. Now that's a coward type dude. Take away the Mayans culture, the land, and the food. Yo, this is for them native peoples down in Mexico. They burning every effing thing owned by Texaco. First they rape the land and then they call us Eskimo. The corporations up in Canada don't want you to know about me. The catch while I'm on the MIC. You want to spark a revolution? They can bet I keep. Hey, yo. 
It's the red tail hawk Dropping knowledge on your brain And making rain with our thoughts It's not hard to understand Everywhere you go, man It's some indigenous land Scholars call it the conquest But my people's in the system Call it no contest I use the mic like my brother used a fist If the Christian right don't like it They can suck on this I got a question It's serious as cancer Who were the predecessors to the Black Panthers? The Seminoles living way down in the south The Black Indians Yeah, that's what I'm talking about They fought the U.S. Army right into a stalemate In the late 1800s with dozens of jailbreaks Guns busting, fire blazing all over the state Geronimo and his killer crew was holding their fate In their own hands Just learn to read, it's never too late Black elk, crazy horse, man, my people are great It gets deeper than Minota, Minnesota But wait, I got a vision that the system is about to deflate Forget 7.30, man, we're recording at 8 With verbal tomahawks, it's guaranteed to murder the state Forget 7.30, man, we're recording at 8 With verbal tomahawks, it's guaranteed to murder the state it's the red tail hawk Dropping knowledge on your brain And making rain with our thoughts It's not hard to understand Everywhere you go, man It's some indigenous land Scholars call it the conquest But my people's in the system Call it no contest Nations on the verge of the third nuclear warfare. Hip hop is a spaceship, it will take us beyond here. Mixing politics and pleasure, the weapon is all here. Two million strong, this Indians repping with long hair. There's a lot of dirty secrets about this land right here. Like while them pilgrims, they decide that they should land right here. 500 years ago, they still suck in your soul. With guns, drugs, prison time, rum, tobacco, and gold. Every time I bust the rhyme, deliver system a blow. I do this for the little children with nowhere to go. And freedom for my people, that's a good reason. Reason to flow. Sometimes I put down the drink and get reasonable. Revolution's not a job you do seasonal, bro. We cold chillin' sub zero, leave you 30 below. Before you step into these natives, get your ducks in a row. Cause war clubs upside your head'll leave your brain like whoa. It's the red tail hawk, dropping knowledge on your brain and making rain with our thoughts. It's not hard to understand Everywhere you go, man, it's some indigenous land Scholars call it the conquest But my people's in the system, call it no contest I use the mic like my brother used a fist If the Christian right don't like it, they can suck on this It's the Red Tail Hawk It's not hard to understand Scholars call it the conquest I use the mic like my brother used a fist If the Christian right don't like it, they can suck on this Yeah, yeah, we are back, ladies uh. and gentlemen Alright so um yeah, bring that down a little bit, just a little bit, just a spell, just a little, just a spell, cause I'm gonna cast a spell right now. A little bit, got you. All right, so that song was two million reps, which is roughly the population of Native peoples in North America. That song was produced by myself. It's really dope. And the yeah. MC that was featured on that track was Adigato from his album Godzilla. Or and that was kind of like the inception of Beat Shot, cause yeah. that was an album that I. Lobo and Gatto pretty much did together with the assistance of Jory um, on the mixing and engineering. So um, I wanted to play that track because I thought it was important for this particular time of year. And I'm going to tell a real quick story and then we're going to go into 
our special guest this week. So I'm going to tell. I won't interrupt you with this story. This Thanks. Time. That would be awesome. My, apolo- me, me my apologies. My apologies for interrupting your last story. No, 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 no. This 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 is a Native American myth. All this right. comes from the this this comes from the Onondaga, uh, which is in um, central central New York or the the middle of the Longhouse, if you will, which is where the fireplace is. And um, as the story goes. There was a hunter who left his longhouse, and when he left his longhouse, um, he went out looking for food, and he couldn't find any food. He could only find bones and, and you know, the remains of animals, and he stepped into this giant hole, and he realized that this giant hole was actually a footprint, and it was a footprint to a large bear, and this bear was eating up all the food, so everybody at his village, at his longhouse, was starving. So he would come back and he would, you know, let everybody know that there was no food available. And um, the spit, which is where they keep the food to cook it, was all empty and people were starving. You could actually see their rib bones. And um, so they put together a, a, a war party to go out, hunting party, to go out and look for this bear. So the hunters went out looking for the bear and they, trout, you know, they followed the footprints and they confronted this bear. And this bear was massive, you know. Um, if, if we were to compare it to something today, it would be the size of a school bus. This is how big this bear was. Oh, Damn. Man. All right? Damn. So they started to shoot their arrows and throw their spears at this bear. And the bear is retaliating back. And he's pretty much laughing. And he comes at them and he starts swatting them all. And he kills all of them except two. So those two hunters return back to the longhouse and they tell everybody what's going on out there, what's living in our woods and eating up all of our food. And um, the the grand council, they're sitting around the fireplace and they're trying to figure out what they should do. They're all getting scared. Everybody's still starving and hungry. So everyone goes to sleep that night and they can actually hear the bear breathing like nearby, out just outside the longhouse. They can hear breathing very heavily. And um, one of the hunters goes to sleep and he actually has a dream that he kills the bear the same night another hunter further down in the longhouse has the same dream that he kills the bear the same night a third hunter also has the same dream so when they wake up the next morning they start to tell a story to each other about how they all had the same dream and they're bugging out they're like yes yes so they go and they tell the elder and they say hey we had the dream that we killed the bear so the elder says fine go out and get the bear so they go out and looking for the bear and they search for the bear for many days and many nights and they're searching the bear must have had the same dream because for the first time the bear started to run away when they found him (laughs) so they're chasing the bear and they chase the bear all the way to the North American continent known as Great Turtle Island and the bear when when he gets to the edge of the continent jumps up in the sky the three hunters say if he can do it we can do it so the three hunters jump up in the sky right after him now, what happens to a bear who's got, their, who's got their microphones on? What happens to a bear every fall? What is he getting ready to do? Hibernate. Sleep. Or... He's getting ready to hibernate, right? So these three hunters actually catch up to him every fall. And when they get close enough to him, they shoot their arrows into his back. And when, he, when they hit him, he bleeds red blood, orange fat, and yellow fat. And those colors, they come down and they change the leaves. Red, orange, and yellow. Okay? Mm. If you look up in the sky, you can actually see the three hunters chasing the bear. Look up at the Big Dipper, my friends. Mm. Four footprints are the front of the Big Dipper, and the three hunters are right behind him. Right. That constellation is referred to as Ursa Major, Mm. which also means Great Bear. 
Okay. All right. So that's our story for today. Shout out to Arigato. Two million reps. Word up. Um, if you're going to tell a myth about Native Americans, make sure it's from them. All right? Yep. Not this Thanksgiving stuff that we got going on. Right. Word right, up. Speaking All right. Of we'll speak the truth. Speaking yeah. of Arigato, yeah. uh, this Saturday at McGeary's, we got the incredible return of EOM yes. featuring Boy. Arigato and... Well, he's actually... It's just his birthday. Oh, he's, he's not, not performing. performing? No, he it's just his birthday. He might not even be there. Oh. Yeah, he might not even be there. <laughs> that sucks. But, no, nah, he'll be there. He'll be there. It's his birthday. He's going to come. He promised me. <laughs> this however, time he'll be there. However, we have an amazing local band known as the Victory Soul Orchestra, mm. which is a Afrobeat uh, funk revival kind of band. It's a seven-piece band, I just learned, and I believe they also have a three-piece horn section. Oh, Drums, damn. keys, guitars. Woo. They're amazing. It's all instrumental music, but it's great music. They're going to do about an hour set. I'm also going to DJ with them uh, so before, dope. during their break, and then afterwards. Um, it's is also Arigato's birthday. It's going to be at McGeary's Irish Pub uh, starting time, roughly 10 o'clock. Mm. Um, and it's free. It's free. Come on down. It's going to be very good, very musical, very energetic. Um, and I'm playing all kinds of stuff because Gato's like, you know, a funk, you know, Calypso, Asian fusion, Word. nice and smooth enthusiast. <laughs> so I'm gonna be playing. All kinds I like of how you got nice and smooth in there. Yeah. Word, word. So it should be a, it should be a good time. All right. Um, well, we, we have a special guest we here. We do, but can I can I can I intro him? Sure. Before we played the Adigato joint, yeah, we played um, Murder for Capital off of Mike Arson's phenomenal album that dropped last year around this time yeah. playing with matches that track featured our special guest Mike Lanny hi how are you guys all doing here all right introduce yourself Lanny tell them who you are why you're here and what you're all about so and, really, and why your feet stink my feet <laughs> never stank ever <laughs> yeah right why the I put a doctor why are lying why God stop lying you guys got that down really good. With like, you I put a Dr. Scholl's air freshener in my now. shoes before I came. I know. True is so heated that we did. That we Mike Lanny's turn. Mike Lanny's turn. Mike Lanny's turn. Mike Lanny's turn. Should I really wrap up? Should I really like wrap it up? My intro, like not wrap it up, like to go quick, but like don't wrap. Yo, Man, Mike Lanny, aka. Nah, just some, I gotta have nine. Us. Tell us what's up. Who are, are you, you, bro? You, hey, I'm Mike Lanny. What are you doing? That's, <laughs> hey, I'm a guy. I do rap music. Yeah, up to. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Welcome to Albany. Hey guys, I don't have like AKAs. Actually, no. I, uh, Mitch made me one. I'm I'm now Forty Spice. That's right because well. of the mixtape. After mixtape. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, I'm a rapper guy. I got a beard not as good as Sev's, mm-hmm. and I do rap I agree. music. Beautiful. I agree. You have a good haircut. I like your haircut. It's a solid haircut. My brother up at Patrick's yeah. in he Schenectady. He put his balls on your on your le- on your leg yeah, and cut s- your hair. He <laughs> sit on my lap. Uh, he <laughs> when he was going to get his barber's degree, he had to use me. To, to take his test And I, I had a show At the hollow And I drank Till like 6am And I showed up To the barber's exam At 7.30 And my, I fall back In a chair And he's do, he had never Used a straight razor before He cuts my face Wide open On, on the first slice Wow And I'm too drunk To even care I'm half asleep And the teacher Comes over he goes, I don't, I don't know what's up with his blood, man. I can't. They can't stop it. They can't stop it. It's because my blood is so thin because I'm drunk and I just reek of whiskey. <laughs> my brother finishes. He only has 30 minutes to take his test. He finishes half my beard. 
I went home, fell asleep, woke up, and went to go out that night. Only had half a beard. And then Defiant stopped me at the door and was like, really? It's like Kid Lucky's got that trademarked. You can't. Yeah, do that. I can't you can't do, do the Kid Lucky. You can't even do it on right. accident. <laughs> no, uh, I'm a I'm an A3C performer. If that has any clout, because nobody cares what that what is. What is AC3? For the listeners that are tuned in that have no idea what the hell you're talking about, what's AC3? It's A3C is what it is. Or, yeah. or A3C. All three coasts. Yes. But it was it was very surprising to me that more people didn't know what it was. I guess it's like it's probably the biggest hip-hop festival in the United States at this point. Um, besides, besides Beat Shot? What the hell? Right after Beat Shot. Okay. <laughs> right after Beat Shot. Okay. Um, right. Yeah, I had a, I had somebody who remembered me from here who asked me and a couple other friends to come down and they couldn't do it so I was like I'm I'm doing it regardless and uh we drove to Atlanta um it's a 17 hour drive Yikes You, you yeah. took the Scooby Doo van? No, nah, we rented a <laughs> we rented a Chevy Sonic which is amazing it costs us $60 in gas to get down there Oh I swear cool. to God I want to buy a, a Chevy Beast Sonic tomorrow. Yeah so we drove down and it was amazing to just... I mean, I've, I've done some traveling. I've toured a little bit, but I haven't gone down south yet. And uh, what I realized about driving down south is that everybody just abandons their cars, I guess, what? at some point. <laughs> Along the highway, once you like go below the Mason-Dixon line, people just leave their cars on the side of the yeah, highway. Yeah, I saw that like crazy in Florida. Yeah. Like crazy. It's just like, I guess they feel like, oh, it's out of gas. <laughs> So it's done. Like they, they, oh, this is the tank the car dealership gave us. And once it's out, that's it. They were like brand new cars. Brand new cars. done with this car. If we could, yo, these cars, I, I want to go back down there with a trailer and just, just bring them Yeah, it was good cars. Right on. But yeah, it was a crazy drive. I got us to, uh, I got us to Pencil, through Pennsylvania in four hours. And the cop pulled me over and was like, you're, you're tired. You're, you're friggin' sweet, swerving and everything. So give it a rest I didn't but my girl took the rest you know she took the next four hours five hours but there's no there's no rest stops so like Ugh. there's the rest stops where like truckers pull over to like take care of business and eat a sandwich but you don't what do want you, what do you mean by take care of business I'll, forget it keep going Rel- <laughs> relax themselves oh okay but you don't want to be hanging out there in a Chevy Sonic so <laughs> so uh, we, we went straight through we went straight through and if you had to pull up to get gas you're now in the mountains of like South Carolina right. at 2am uh, it's Appalachian Trail thank you alright <laughs> That's it's scary it's fucking scary so that's a cruise man and what are you listening to on the way down as you're driving now you listen now you listen to like instrumentals of your set journey. are you doing uh, like what are you, you makes know, sense. radio journey. that's on the air like as you're going through from state to state what are, what are you tuning into I had I had um, I had the roots on I had LP on I went through a lot of stuff because my girl's not a big hip hop fan but I'm not not so much she's not a hip hop fan as she not doesn't like yeah it. she doesn't know it yeah. so I placed it for I actually played like some LP stuff for her and she was like is this Prodigy not Prodigy Mob Deep like the Prodigy the techno guy right she was uh, like oh, oh is, this oh, a new, okay. is this a new Prodigy album and I'm like no it's not um, but yeah we played different stuff and then I, I was she was driving and I was asleep and I woke up I'm like don't do it and she's like what she had good grief on I'm like don't, don't play my own music with me in the car <laughs> it's weird and I don't want to hear myself anyway when I'm trying to sleep it's good I gotta listen to it I'm like put the headphones on so but that we just you know mostly hip hop on the way down I was trying to school around a lot of the people who were on the bill mm-hmm. and uh so yeah, 17 hours we got down there, and I was kind of disappointed because I expected like Georgia, I expected accents. 
And in in Atlanta, I didn't hear a single act like in the city of Atlanta. Oh, you're it's because everybody at the Black festival. Mecca, man. Everybody migrated from Harlem. But everybody, <laughs> and probably at that Pretty weekend, <laughs> everybody in Atlanta is from New York. Yes. I mean, everybody yeah. from there is there. Yeah. You know, they bought houses for yeah. like a buck twenty. <laughs> it was. I love the city though. The city was amazing. It reminded me of like a more manageable uh, uh, Manhattan, but. With with a little bit more like with still the you can drive twenty minutes and be into an area. Is it still in like the five points area or whatever? The is the festival still like eighty bars? It's like eighty bars yeah. spread out. But there's the festival grounds are over on uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Uh-huh. Uh, park area. Okay. Yeah. So that was the, that's the big festival grounds, but all, all all the other performances are spread out over bars and. Right. Uh, yeah, that was fun. The food was amazing. The I even tapped my girl on the shoulder at one point. It was like every female down here, their butt is amazing. <laughs> I haven't seen one that wasn't amazing. And she was like, she gave me a look. And then, yeah, of and course she gave you a look. What did you expect? But an hour later, she was like, yeah, you're you're 100 percent right. I I don't know what it is. Atlanta, from what I said, Atlanta is the city where these stripper anthems get traction. Like that's like this is the city where these things are like we we made this for this city. This is where this single comes from. So um, when we do Nutella, we got to go to Atlanta. Go there. That song. We'll open with I Need a Dollar, and then you'll do. Lunchbox. <laughs> Never remember the name. Lunchbox. Box lunch Nah, right, no, yep. that's not. That's not a stripper anthem. Though. It could be. Nah, no. It might be too no. tame. That's too, that's tame. That's too tame. For I got to do like hypnotic or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Okay, there you go. yeah, yeah. Look back at it. Look back at it. Is or the bananas. One. You can do bananas you, in the right spot. You can do banana. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or anyway, or back to Lanny. <laughs> or, or I could do PPSW, pull up, push up, sit up, workout. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. But anyway, back to Lanny. So yeah, I mean, we we stay right in the heart of the city. Um we were in walking distance from a lot of stuff, but the, everywhere we went for food, food was amazing. City was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, the show itself, like I said to you earlier, it was like 10 beat shots going on at once at 10 different bars. So you really had to pick and choose who you wanted to see. Right. The, when I wasn't performing, I went and saw you know all kinds of people. But um, Open Mike Eagles show mm-hmm. was amazing. I know they are so dope. And, dope. and my girl seen them for the first time and was just like, wow. Because she's really just learning as she goes. And she likes a lot of local guy stuff. But, I mean, if you're not a hip-hop fan, all you're hearing... All she was hearing was the stuff on the radio. Yeah, right. So, uh, but we're out to breakfast, and she goes, "I think that's common." And I go, "It's, it's not. He's not performing here." But I didn't look over my shoulder, and she's like, "That's a rapper. I remember that face." Because she did her research out of like for me, she looked up the A three C site. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "I know that face." Right. And I turn around, and I go, "Oh, it's Joe Budden." She's like, "I don't, I don't know who that is." <laughs> that's close. Huh? That's, that's close. She had no clue who it was. But I'm like, I give you respect for knowing who common is. Right. Right. Yeah. That's so, close. Yeah. So he they got the beard. Yeah, it was cool. Like I, you know, it was. I don't know. It it was great. The show was. The show was good. Um, could have been better, but. The festival grounds. I go to go to the festival grounds. I think like Beanie Siegel's performing. It's all in more than '90s hip hop stuff that I want to hear. Um, we go there, and I realize that one of the uh, booths isn't being used for vendor. Whatever the vendor vendor didn't show up. Right. I got a trunk full of merch. I'm like, I'm getting this shit in here. I'm gonna use that table and set up right next to Jack Daniels and Swisher Sweets. Had my own booth set up. To the point that people are like, he's he's got to be somebody. Mm-hmm. He's got a fucking booth. I wasn't anybody special. I mean, in comparison to who was there, I mean, Jungle Brothers performing and sure. De La Soul performing. Why not? <laughs> I'm sitting there, but I got my own table. Nobody right. else had their own table. 
And people wanted to come over and they wanted to buy stuff to the point that they bought all they would buy all three albums or all three albums in a shirt because even the one lady was like i want to hear your progression so it was cool to just connect with fans it was a lot of the Dope. same things that i put Clever into doing beat shot do you feel like uh that you had to like owe anybody an apology for like performing good grief material that's very i feel like very musically rich and then selling them the the 40 spice mixtape afterwards you know oh i, I don't like i i refuse to perform Good grief stuff without the band, okay? Because I'm like, that's that's that whole band carries me when doing Whatever. that. Anyway. But to hand out the the forty spice stuff, I was like, that's gonna be the go to. These are beats that people know, and it's gonna be the go to. But they saw the drop card and were like, I have no clue what this so is. So foreign to it, yeah. That's yeah, crazy. I don't want. Where's the? I want a CD. That's why I came back. I feel like in the Northeast and New York, especially, we're spoiled as far as like we're constantly looking for the next technology. What's the next right. step? But still, there hasn't been something to replace a CD that's easily obtainable and and gives you instant gratification mm-hmm. you and can't take a drop card and put it in your a, car at a place like that at a festival where everybody's got a cd you know you think that the person with the, the slight innovation would have the advantage or at least like kind of spark that or that people would be interested in that year if you're like oh this guy you saw what he had last year what he's got this year you know what i mean in that but but i thought that was funny when you said that that you know people just want you know they want a cd they don't even care if it's like a blank cd with you that you wrote right there they just want the cd they could put in their car afterwards yeah. when the ride home or whatever in a kunak in and and the kunaki stuff which is a step up from like your own self printed stuff mm-hmm. they were like other rappers like where did, where did you get this from like what, what's and I'm like I'll share it with you the website like mm-hmm. whatever but they was it was so like I don't know it's just it was kind of a shock to my system to see up here where we're trying to look for the next thing but then also going back to vinyl and cassette and down south they're still like just give me a CD I can put it in my car right now right I want to hear if you're any good and my girl would have queued up on her phone the music so that they could listen to it right Yo. then and there. Like she, she out hustled me. She was walking up to this like great. To, to groups of people who who I was like, eh, I don't know if they're gonna really be into my stuff. She'd be like, Hey, listen to this guy. Check it out. He's you good. Check it. So yeah, it was it, it was an awesome experience. There was so much stuff going on. There's no way you can see it all mm-hmm. or, or or you know get to everything. Just but we also did touristy stuff. We went to the Coca Cola factory. Went to the aquarium. Because, you know, I brought her with me, so I can't just be like, we're going to do rap for five days straight. <laughs> rap, 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 rap. She's like, I don't care about that right now. I want, I want to go test what uh, Coca-Cola is like in Tunisia. Go sell my CD. Which we did that. I drank 40 shots of different Coca-Colas from around the world. Nice. Which was fun until your girlfriend's wearing um, flip-flops and they're sticking to the floor. <laughs> people just keep spilling shit. Ew. She's like, we got to get out of here because I can't walk. I'm like, your legs hurt? And no, you're just, stuck your, your to the hands ground. are shaking to the point where you just can't like, yeah, I, like cook I, down. I watched someone get diabetes. I seen it. In <laughs> <laughs> you got it. You just got it. Went to a, 40, uh, a 4D Coca-Cola thing where like the, the chairs shake and they spray water. Water in your face. What the fuck is going on? Yeah, it scared. It scared me. Someone had a kid in there and got hurt, I think. I don't know what happened. That's funny. That's funny. But yeah, it was it it was an awesome experience. And you would think that driving thirty five hours, you know, there and back would make you not want to do it, but I was I got back. I'm like, I wanna go on tour. Yeah, you were ready to go again. I was ready to go again. Definitely. We all know how that is. The itch. Yep. And she was down she was down to ride the whole time. She was like, Whatever. Dope. That's what's up. Yeah. Dope. Speaking of um your tour, do you have anybody in your family that's that, that makes really racist or homophobic uh remarks at the uh Thanksgiving table? Sure do. 
Um, one, 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 one more thing. Other than yourself. One more thing. Before. <laughs> oh, my God. You should hear me. Get out. <laughs> one more thing before that. Uh, John John Robinson was down there. Dope. And I had talked to him at Beat Shot. Mm-hmm. And we, I'm like, I know that guy. And he kept looking at me like, I know that guy. And then he came up to me. He's like, hey, I want to do an interview. You're a performer, right? I'm like, yeah. And we start the interview. And he's like, I know I know you. And then it finally clicked. And I did an interview for the... Um, uh, what is it? What are the plants? It's a site he's involved with. Sure. I don't. I, I'm, I'm a shitty person. I forgot. But I did an interview with him. It was awesome. It was awesome to see him. He's out a there. great guy. Yeah. I saw on Instagram he was down there with the film crew. Yeah. For the festival. He's and just doing super stuff cool, stuff. man. Yeah, it was fun. Shout out to John Robinson. Hashtag Shout out. Uh, wait. Oh, racist table manners. Yeah. Tell uh, us about it, Mike Lanny. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna leave names out just because. But I. I That's I'm, fine. I'm gonna, pre- gonna see him in a day or two. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna preface it with. I'm not. I'm not excusing them, but you can definitely see the difference um, from generation to generation. Where it's probably more. It was. It was more acceptable for my grandmother's age group to make vague comments, and then my 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 mother's age group as well. It's like, not acceptable. It's, it's not more acceptable. common. It was more. Yeah, it was more common, and probably in their time, it wasn't. There was no... They wouldn't take as much shit for it, I don't think. I mean, I don't know. But it's... I was like, yeah, it's things that make me go, I don't... I don't know if I want to hang out with you guys right now. Oh, I'm trying to think of that. So you said... But wait a minute. You said your mother might have said some comments. But didn't your mother have... Not my mother. My mother's my mother's age group. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say, didn't your mother... Wasn't your mother backstage with LL? She loves LL Cool J. Okay. She I just is the lady, to throw that out She is there. the lady who loved LL. <laughs> <laughs> she put me on to hip-hop. So... Um, yeah, not so much my mother as my mother's. Like you can just see, it's uh, it's a little bit less with them, and then less with the group. Well, um, my mother's soon to be ex husband. Uh, he let me just say he also thought the word spoon had an M in it, so he's spoon? not a very he, it, spoon. Yes, <laughs> so he's not a very intelligent man. Discredit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, pass me that soup spoon, please. Whenever you say something at the table, just people are just like, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that salt, yeah, pass yeah. that. Yeah, he, he, Yo, we're going to be spooming. Spoon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but he would, he, he, he would, I don't even have specific things, but it, it would be like vague things. And I was just like, it's, you're, you're shitty and dumb, so... There's no re- there's no reason to be around you any more than I absolutely have to. Uh, um, I think I think somebody my grandmother's age made a comment one time about. Um, I think it was in reference to sickle cell, okay. being that it's a it's it's not a white mm-hmm. thing. But she's like I, she kind of made it a broad statement like black people get th- certain things white people don't get. And I'm like, what are you? No, we're talking about cancer. I don't think that that doesn't <laughs> that doesn't work that way. <laughs> she was like, no, but that's so and so was dating a black man. I'm like, yeah, she could have been dating him, but I he didn't give her cancer. I, <laughs> I gotta have these arguments every year. <laughs> that's not the way it works. She he got the, she got the clap and cancer. <laughs> she didn't. 
they were in the, they were in the same aisle at Price Chopper, and she gave him cancer. <laughs> she gave him cancer. <laughs> oh my gosh! Or it's even like certain phrases, certain phrasing of certain things that uh, I'm like, that's not. We don't say that anymore. Like you, uh, when someone like cob job something, yeah, jerry rigging, yes, that's not the way it it's, right. it was Wait, used. Is, is jerry rigging not an acceptable term? Jerry must have been a black guy <laughs> and a white guy called him an offensive term. Right. Yes. That's so that's not acceptable. No, no, Jerry Riggs okay. <laughs> the other way is not. Wait, I'm confused now. Wait, I know what you're saying as far as the terminology and the yes, things that people use. But there. that was very acceptable at, at I guess at one point. Wait, is or Jerry Rig an acceptable term or not? I think Jerry Rig is. Well, what's the other term? N word. He, he can't rig. say it. He can't oh, rig. Yes. oh, oh! I didn't even know that. I didn't even know that existed. I swear. Yeah, <laughs> I'd never heard that before. There's um, yeah, like uh, sitting um with the legs crossed. Oh, I had that issue too. Oh, the Indian style. Or taking something back. Indian, Indian giver. giver. My my girl's daughter was sitting Indian style. She would play play war with me. I'm like, all right, um, I don't think I can sit Indian style though. She goes, I don't even know what that is. She had no clue what it is. I go, oh, crisscross applesauce. That's that's what it is now. For <laughs> kids raised, uh-huh. crisscross applesauce. There you that's go. the more acceptable term. Right. Crisscross yeah. applesauce. All right, so if y'all can fix that, fix Thanksgiving. All right, what you got for racism, uh, Seth? Nothing. For real? Me either. I mean, Seth grew up in the hood, man. <laughs> yeah, we grew up in the hood. I was born in the projects, like literally. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like all my uncles was in the projects. I mean, that doesn't necessarily mean all we had was black people around us. But in general, man, it was just a consensus of, yo, we're all here together. Right. And my uncles had so many different types of friends. And their friends were my uncles, too. Because they'd all sit out on the porch. And my grandma would be like, my uncles were Joe and John. She'd be like, Joe and John. So she'd be yelling at me because I'd be out front. And they always, they always called me Giuseppe. My uncles called me Giuseppe. Um, we're not Italian. <laughs> <laughs> My uncle Joe. Joseph. Joseph. <laughs> I, grew up that, I grew up that way, too. I grew up on, on third, third of Manning. Like I grew up in the hood, too. My mom My mom did as well. My uncles. And, and, and I've seen interaction between uh, my grandfather, who was like... German white guy Like the whitest white guy And the people on the street Where like You know He'd fix the kids In the neighborhood's bikes mm-hmm. um, And then the black guy Down the street Was his best friend He could walk in the house Whenever he wanted Didn't have to knock on the door But they would also make Statements towards each other That when I was a kid I'm like That seems inappropriate But it was okay Because they made them To each other mm-hmm. Right And and that was a kind of dynamic I saw too as a kid Where I was like I don't It doesn't sound appropriate But they both seem to be <laughs> Very cool mm-hmm. Like you know my my grandfather would make a statement and and his black friend Jimbo might might say to him yeah but you you can't dance and you got a small dick so it's okay <laughs> can I swear I'm swearing a lot yeah you Dr- can swear man. Right. don't worry about that uh, I don't want to lose sponsorship or anything yeah Alban distilling <laughs> these yeah. words brought to um, you by but yeah no I mean it yeah, was we're gonna it, be drinking night train next yeah week. right <laughs> it was, Yo, it was grab just that weird. 40 son <laughs> grab that 40 it was it was a weird dynamic being like the only white kid on a, a street that was all black but um, 
but also it, it's good because then you you grow up with people yep. who aren't right. like you and that's I think that's one of the biggest problems is when you grow right. up surrounded by all people who are like you 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 fear everything that's not that mm-hmm. right so you know and I'm and I also lived in the suburb for years I, you know and I went back and forth between Bethlehem and Colony and all different parts of Albany so I, I mean I've seen the worst of the worst mm. and like just weird shit it's a trip you just said uh, about uh, you know the, the fear that people have and, and people talk about you know what they what they see and what they haven't seen and where I feel like we're almost at a point uh, talking about what people are going to be talking about at Thanksgiving dinner at the dinner table around their families so what racist comments should I be expecting at dinner at you your house know, you th- already know that my, at my house it's, it's funny man because it's like we you know you get a bunch of people that haven't really been around each other all year to talk about anything that right. it's like anything we talk about everybody's got a different opinion on right uh, I remember last year the hot button convo was was Bill Cosby We were talking about Bill Cosby And that And I can't even really remember Specifically what anybody's stance was Other than that like Everybody kind of had A different take on it And I right. thought that that was Just fascinating to sit back And listen to Just everybody's different take on it But I feel like we're at a point now Where uh, you know There's a lot of young people Everybody Especially you know This year These past few months Everybody's on the internet Typing away their little Consensus on America And then the world And how everything is Where you might for the first time Be having like Older people at the table Checking their younger like racist closed minded folks and I just I think that's funny it'd be a fun dynamic uh, you think that they would have like almost like the Donald Sterling uh, reveal now at the dinner table of people like these are my racist uncles and aunts you know and like capturing and like, playing like, it for everybody on the internet yeah. like let's if you could air out like I feel like that would be a fun uh, a fun new tradition we could do here in America of airing out our, our racist uh, you know uh, relatives at the dinner table via the internet but I feel like it's you know that, that back and forth is, is there but something that helps uh, combat that at least with my family is we always have people uh, that are not necessarily family uh, by blood that are at the table uh, people that hey you know you don't have a family to go over to if it's this way you're in town whatever it is yep. come on over and, uh, I'll and get bring, my misfit on you know bring your element to it and I feel like having all of these different people um it's it's good. Sometimes it's even good to hear you know somebody say really horrible shit at the table just so that you know you're not crazy. Like you know you can check your own. So you're like you know what, I'm good because so you know you can you can check yourself. You know sometimes you're like oh wait that's that's really what it is over there. Uh, but yeah man, I think if uh, if you're at the table you find yourself at the table and somebody's kind of going off. You know I would say film horizontally right. I think that's uh, yeah that's pretty <laughs> much. Right? Do, you, do you get like not say give them a pass. Because I don't think anybody deserves a pass. But someone like Donald Sterling or just older people who came up in a certain time. Like, I think there's comedians who've made that that that, that point of, like, they're not fit for this, for where we are now. They shouldn't be speaking. They right. should not have social media. They shouldn't be out there making statements because they are not. They came up in a very different time. And their minds are You're not gonna I, You know It's hard to get You can't it's hard teach to, your old dog New tricks Yeah you can't get a 70 year old person To, to stop using a VCR Let alone <laughs> Change Max. their racial stance You know what I mean Like Oh wait What's that uh, <laughs> Master of none you gotta watch that. Oh, that yeah, yeah. Master Nuns, great dope. show. So Without, I mean, that's in there. Not that you cut, not that you cut them slack, but you kind of hear it and you go, "All right, they're, they're oh, that's they're grandpa. They're, he don't really mean yeah. no harm as by that." As soon as you hear it, you just start the countdown of when that person's leaving, right? That's yeah. kind of what you're saying. Yeah. Oh, they just ate pie. They should be out of here soon. Right. right. Yeah. Oh, that's grandpa. Well, someone like Donald Sterling gets no slack. I mean, he has a lot of had a lot of power, right? I mean, I he, mean, he was he was in charge of a whole basketball team. He owned a lot of shit, a lot of real estate. 
I mean, he gets no slack because he's affecting people regardless. I feel like of, people uh, like him should just be allowed to fail on their own because they will. Like, not to say don't call him on it, but... Like, I, Masai, Masai's had a lot of issues with the casting of whatever that movie was that it was supposed to be, like, based in Egypt. Oh, like and Exodus, it, yeah. yeah. It's and I'm like, just let it fail. Because it's going to fail. Because ca- you're casting Christian Bale in a role that's not, he shouldn't be in or anybody. Right. You know, So let it fail. Just like if, if Donald Sterling doesn't like black people, let him put together a whole team of white guys. And then when they're horrible, <laughs> because they, I mean, that they might yeah, not but be it don't, so. It don't that have might that not way. Be so. they, they're going to be average. They're white. It, and I know it's being very. Hey, I'm kind of offended right now. I'm kind, right. of, <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of offended right now. Unless he can go and clone like seven Larry Birds, they might be all right. <laughs> I think that's no, the thing, but, though, it's like with, with the holiday, too, is that, and why this happens in the first place is that people, it's something we talked about on the show before, is that safe space, and now like people feel like, oh, I'm with my family, or I'm in the house that I built, you know, 100 years ago, so I'm going to say whatever the fuck I want to say, and, you know, you're going to have to deal with that, or you're just going to have to send me home tomorrow whatever that is but uh, I feel like that's what happens as far as people at the table maybe it's the second glass of wine maybe it's that second hour and that comes in and, the, and it's just like you know what they feel comfortable enough to say whatever it is that they yeah. said or maybe now they have an audience where this person hasn't had an audience prior to you know the last Thanksgiving meal that they have with the family I don't know uh, I'm, I guess I'm lucky to have uh, I, and now that I think about it a lot of my family certainly on my father's side is a direct result of that one really racist uh, patriarch at the top mm-hmm. that kind of like his horrible kind of uh, racist dogma kind of spewed down uh, trickled down so that every single uh, sibling on my dad's side is with a partner of a you know different person of color yeah and uh, so it's like those conversations that happened at their Thanksgiving table will never happen maybe not necessarily at any of these other uh, you know from the extended family as it goes on and certainly not at you know at my family table like that so it's uh, the traditions at least are changing and uh, and again yeah if you, if you find yourself in 2015 with somebody at that table uh, spouting off I say get them off film man catch them call them out boom I'm all for it call them out Yo, where we at? I mean, we're, we're almost out of time. So, where we at with subjects? Oh, we have not even. Uh, yeah, we got we got broken we got, the surface we, of the subjects. You know what? Yeah, you guys it's, let me it's talk a lot. Too much. It's a lot of beards in here. Oh, there's a lot of beards in here. Yeah. In honor of No Shave November and my beard, which is very small. Uh, Lanny's beard, which is medium. True's beard, which is pretty small as well. Nate, Nate. Uh, Nate doesn't have much of a beard, and Jody, why are you cracking on my beard, man? Jody's beard is average, but Sev has—he is the god of beards right yeah, now. Yeah, he is. He's the homeless. He's killing beard. this game. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we. we I want to ask real quick. You know, what's some of the strangest questions people have asked you about your beard and facial hair, or things that have been said against you because you have that facial hair, Sev? Like when you're gonna shave? Is it, is it so? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can tell you specifically for my girls, you know, Daddy, when you gonna shave that? You look homeless. You got a big old house, yeah. and they and you look homeless. All they say is like, "Yo, just bring it down like two years." <laughs> <laughs> 
my girl. Unfortunately, that would be where my beard is. Yeah, pretty much. They want me to be like that. It's like baby face, you know. What is the deal with no shave November again? That's it's testicular cancer. Is that what you're trying to It's prostate cancer. Okay. Because you have to shave shave your testicles if you if they're if they're gonna check you for testicle cancer, you gotta shave. You can't go in there with a Sev beard. Oh Lord Jesus. It's that's <laughs> the truth. Did you guys read Bring that? Uh, the was it a blog or something? They said that there's so much fecal matter in beards and this. Oh yeah, I remember what? that. Wash like, your beard. Just yeah. wash it. Bro. Wash your beard. It's like your hands. It's like anything on your face. And that's what people didn't realize. That the nasty up. part about that was that because people said it ends up with all that shit in your beard because people touch it with their hands. Literally, it's like, the conversation is your hands are disgusting. There wash your hands. You know what Money I mean? Like everybody, yeah. whether you have like a beard or not, your hands are gross. Wash your hands. I changed like, the channel and open doors with my beard. So and doorknobs <laughs> and remotes are let the your filthiest beard thing. That's you. right. My girl won't let me shave my beard. That's a man. She beard loves right it right there. I like that. Mm-hmm. She loves my beard. She won't let me shave it. By the way, speak, speaking of beards and your woman won't let you shave it and all that other good stuff, uh, we, we created a poll earlier today. Uh, we want to know who had the who we want to know who had the sexiest radio voice. Oh, yeah, you see how I changed yeah, that up real quick. And um, <laughs> by the way, I came in second place. Adigato was third, but oh. White Devil's Advocate came in first. Oh my God! For the win. You know it. <laughs> you know it's it. It's a conspiracy here. It is. Uh, it is. It ladies is. love the reverb. Yeah. <laughs> True Master was fourth. Masai was wait, fifth. Wait, Nate, Nate oh, the Great was wait, fifth, and he ain't even he maybe here. He talks too Yo. much, probably. Definitely. Nate the Great was. Six Lo-Fi Lobo, you were last. Oh, Damn, because I'm married. People know. They're like, we can't, we can't vote for Lobo. Ra- he got the radio. He got the radio why. voice. Yeah, yeah he's been doing radio more longer than all of they us. They know what it is. They know why. All right, it's all good. It's so all good. I got, I got another question. Yes. Um, what is the other topic? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we got we got three more real quick. We got three more. Hey, no way we get through three. Nah, we're not. We can do it. Lightning round. Listen, let's Trump. Let's Trump Pansy. Let's let's yeah, let's go Trump. to winner's circle real quick. Billboard and American Music Awards okay, recently okay. weighed in on their favorite rappers, and as always, us as hip hop fans, we were in total agreement with this shit, right? Were we? Were no, we though? We oh, that's that sarcasm. We, we weren't. Yes. It's sarcasm. Oh, okay. it's sarcasm. I didn't. I didn't even read it. Did I, anybody was, ever get it right? I paid zero. Yo, they, they, what did they have? Like ASAP? No, 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 no. no, no. They, Rich had, they, they had they had Biggie as number one. Okay. They had um. Oh what? Hold yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. They had they had Rock him in there. They had Nas in there. They had Jay Z in there. They had. Uh, it was like oh, Hill. Wait, what are we Jake talking Bond. about? I thought we were yeah, talking no, about Nicki Minaj yeah. won the whole thing. No, 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 no. Listen, this listen year. to what I'm saying. Listen okay. to what I'm talking about. Listen to what I'm talking about. Did they have, they have Lauren Hillary yeah, Banks? Like Billboard seven. Music Awards put out their thing of the most, the, the 10 top hip hop artists. Oh. Of all time. Of right? all time. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I remember. Yes. I'm out of the yes. loop. Okay. Yes, yes. That was the one that had Lauren Hill on it. Lauren Hill was on it. She was the only Female. Right, Lauren Hill right. was on it. Ghostface was on it, and 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 um, Kendrick Lamar was on. Oh yeah, it. okay, yeah, okay. They had Tupac, right? They did not have they Tupac have in the Tupac? top ten. Oh, okay. They did so not. It wasn't based Good. on sales. It was it was personal opinion or whatever Billboard's was criteria was is what they based it on. Okay, you know, Billboard. Billboard is a bunch. No offense to anybody, but Billboard is a bunch of.
bunch of old white men sitting in the fucking office. That's all award shows. Ninety percent yeah. of it. That's all award shows. I mean, I, I don't yeah. know. Maybe I don't know what that was the based BET on. BET Music Awards are it, all. It could have been based on sales. It could have been like how off how often a number song was number one yeah, on the Billboard Kendrick Lamar charts. doesn't have those sales. But, yeah. but his, Ghostface doesn't have those. Ghostface sales. definitely does. Definitely yeah. doesn't. But here's what I was thinking when I looked at that list. Uh-huh. I looked at it and I said it, they must be talking about impact. It seemed like the, in the descriptions that they had for each person that they claimed, it seemed they were talking a lot about Impact, specifically about Kendrick Lamar too, and Lauren Hill, uh, stylistically, and how he kind of like changed the, you know, how what's happening now is kind of based off of that, and they, right. they seemed to take a lot of that in. Uh, interesting list, though. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I mean, thought it was very interesting. I thought it was very interesting. And weird timing, like, like it's just like we'll just let's just throw this. Oh, out they there. had Little Wayne. Little Wayne was Little number Wayne ten. Was oh. yeah, was yeah. That was my he only played, problem because he played the guitar at Spac. No, because he brought <laughs> he a guitar did, with he him John, and he held it there. He borrowed John Mayer's guitar. No, I thought he had John Chiara, the uh, the, the guy and, over and uh, Ghostface is on there because I have no idea They're why like Ghostface is on there. The big bearded dude has been yo Ghostface is sounding on my, like my list. That's maybe. the only thing I think I could think of. How does Ghostface well, maybe, get there? No, maybe, not they, the maybe, maybe they mean he like, did like Kill Bill. Yeah, but maybe he means like <laughs> mean, uh, uh, as far as like people following clothing trends and all that stuff. As far as Ghostface, no, no, okay. no. I still don't see Ghostface being on the top ten greatest of all time, and I definitely don't see Lil Wayne. I can see. I, I would I, put I, Method Man over Ghostface. Oh hell yeah! I, I can see the argument for Lauren Hill based on impact alone. Lauren Hill's album was phenomenal. Her yeah. her her work with the Fugees. Both albums phenomenal, so I can look at her impact as as why she's there, and her record sales is why she's there, and her her lyrical ability, and she sings why she she's sings, there. Yeah, sister act. Yeah, yeah, all that. But but if and, you're and talking, acts, but, but if you if you if you talk about Little Wayne, Little Wayne is garbage. He I don't is, care how many he, albums he sold. He's he garbage. is garbage. But it, to the, like the reason why certain people get the tattoos and the piercings and the hairstyle they get is because of Little Wayne. So if they're talking about overall like style and social impact, right? I guess I can kind of understand. And about specifically I want Machine Gun Kelly and Wiz Khalifa. They were talking that. about his Shoot. run from 2004 to 2009 where After he eclipsed 11. Elvis <laughs> with number one singles on the Billboard right. chart. But that seemed right. to be the only one that they even mentioned uh, Billboard, you know, charting singles, that kind of thing. So it's like the, it was weird to me but the, what the, bumps, the criteria yeah. that they had for these guys. In the but the weird thing, when you say Bill, when you say uh, uh, like Eclipse and Elvis and number one singles and number one albums, Jay-Z, every album Jay-Z's put out has went number one. Right. Kanye West has had four number one songs on the chart at one time. Right. Drake, Drake has had crazy. eleven songs at on on the charts at one time. Yeah, he's got like so if you're gonna top twenty, just yeah. Like, if you're so gonna make a if you're gonna make a list to. like that, you have to have a constant. You have to have a, a cons- like, and that's why if you're doing, <laughs> we'll always. Love you, ladies and gentlemen. JB's touching everybody. That is not. That is Nate. If you, what? I only did the second half of that song. <laughs> JB did you the first half. If they're gonna go for Kendrick as far as like social impact and and all that, then you have to put Tupac on there. So it doesn't. It Which doesn't, is what Kendrick would do. Yeah, I think it he was would all put Tupac. Very, but that's right. what I mean. I don't think that list has has a constant. Has a has nah. A, there's no constant. About other than that. just trying to get people to go to Billboard.com and click something. Like, yeah, like, and, oh, and, well, and, well, and talk go. about and we, make you talk about them, yeah. which yeah, is well, what we're doing. They won. Yeah, they won. Yeah, they won. Which is why we'll get it. Damn you, Masai. Which is why we're <laughs> going to the next topic: the Trump <laughs> card. If your grandmother says some racist shit at Thanksgiving, ask her who her her top ten favorite rappers are. All right, change the conversation if you need to. Yeah, check it out. There you go. I like that. Will Smith. She would say Mike Lanny. 
<laughs> Look, are we at talking a, about my grandma still? Who you bumping, grandma? At a, at a Black Lives Matter protest earlier in the week, actually two days ago, uh, a, a protester was assaulted at a Donald Trump rally by Trump supporters. Afterwards, Donald Trump issued racist comments and tweets supporting the assault. Good grief. What the hell y'all think Sorry, about that, Mike. man? I've been all over Facebook shitting on Donald Trump for like the last two days because I'm unemployed. So I can just go on there and talk shit about people now and and basically bait other people into arguing with me all day. Seven season, I'm just starting arguments with people. I hate Donald Trump with a passion. Um, I think he's a terrible human being. I think he appeals to something in this country right now, though. And it's unintelligent, uninformed people who just go, he made a million dollars. I'm going to vote for him. He got a million dollars. I like how that sound right now. <laughs> he, <heard him. laughs> he got a million bucks. I got a million bucks. But I also think it's fear-based. It's this country. Uh, I think I think they said uh, they did a poll and uh, middle-class white people, the, the one of their biggest fears right now after death and public speaking is becoming the minority. Because they've put a negative stigmatism on the word minority, right. not because it means anything other than a statistic, because they uh, th- they assume that minority means poor and, and struggling, not that it just means there's 49% of you. Right. So... But so those are the people that he's pandering to, and he's got them in oh, yeah. their pocket, like easy. Ha, got and, him. And, got and also, him. when when Obama became president, those people who are fans of of Trump and supporters of Trump were all sitting there going like, "Oh, uh, black people are really gonna give it to us now." They got their guy in office, and now they're just gonna they're gonna take it out on us and because they're we're gonna bring in Syrians yeah. before he leaves. <laughs> they, they don't want equal. Th- that's the. Fear is they don't the fear of, of middle class to upper class white America is that black people don't want equal rights they want to enslave white people <laughs> we want to be this is for all those years we want to no that's not what that's they just want like they you know just want like the same shit you get but you know like right. and they deserve it which is really why like a movie like Planet of the Apes can come back and do a remake and get that millions and millions of dollars because I think they're playing up on that fear a li- more than a little bit you know every movie people, come on every know, zombie apocalypse yeah, movie is fear that, of fear. them leaving and somebody else taking over the one thing I kind of would I enjoy about mm. the, the the craziness the insane and the bad shit of all the Donald Trump is that the the people that were quietly racist are now the like they're they're turning the light on themselves again and they're stepping into it and we can now see them and we can now call them out on it publicly yep. and uh, and I and I appreciate that and I think that there's a lot of people that uh, have been blinded to what's really going on in the country that think racism is over a lot of young people uh, that are on the internet or that are in their schools or wherever they are and they think that uh, racism is not an issue look at all the good things we do have look at all the great progress we have made it's not an issue and now people can see it on the front pages and they can see it everywhere daily like shit is fucked up it's still fucked up and uh, you know Funny thing you say that There's still a lot of Young people That don't get it And they are racist And and they're racist By default Right Because they were Raised that way Mm. And they don't know You know it's not their fault But they don't get A fucking pass on it You need to get out here And learn some shit Yeah And I think for a while People were getting away From it and being able To get that pass Because there wasn't The people weren't Loudly talking about this And they weren't You know there weren't Having these rallies For all of this Where now Kind of Trump is inciting A lot of this Or people are kind of Stepping up and stepping Into the light Where it's like now we see you guys, all right? We're you know, and it's yeah. and there you are, and and yep. and there they are. You know what I mean? And that's I think that's the thing that uh, is the exposure to some of this that'll 
hopefully bring about the, the greater change on the other side is, is admitting that, hey, this, these people are right here. And uh, whether you want to call them the American terrorist or whatever it is, it's like they are right here and have been here. And, uh, you know, the, the light's on. Who was the Dallas mayor? The mayor of Dallas said the other day he's more afraid of the white the white guys with guns in his town than he is of ISIS. Yep. Like, and as you should be. I mean, it's it's all over the country right now. I, I, I'm a lot less afraid of a refugee coming over here because they're just going to be so happy to have a place to live that they're not oppressed all the time. Yeah. Um, or being blown up. Yeah, they're not going to be trying to... And if, if there's a terrorist in this country... I mean, if there's a terrorist, they're, they're here already. Well, didn't you know we I mean? just have a terrorist attack today in Minneapolis? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, they're here already. The terrorists I mean, are in this country. So, do you know what happened today, Mike Lanny? Yes, that was the the, sh- the, the shooting in Minneapolis. Uh, right. So, some white supremacist. Does anybody else want to want to say say no, this? No, go ahead. Go ahead, Nate. So there was so some white supremacist basically shot up a Black Lives Matter protest, peaceful protest. Yep. Shot five. Like, they shot literally five shot them up. Like shit is popping off right now. Now, like, that shit is crazy, man. Like, that is a terror act, terrorist act. It, it meets every definition of a terrorist act. So my question is, is mainstream media calling it a terrorist act? No, they're not. Probably not. Yeah, no. Probably. I got I to gotta check the news. I got to check the news tomorrow to find out. But my guess is yeah, they're good not. Luck. You won't see it. Yeah, my guess is it. they're not. You know, you probably have some. I mean, there's, there's nothing more of a terrorist act than the kid walking into the, the Batman movie and shooting up the entire theater. I mean, that's right. a terrorist act, but they're not going to present it as a terrorist act because he's... Well, that's not necessarily a terrorist act. I would say it is. Well, that's, that, did, he, did he have political motivation for shooting up that, that um, movie theater or was he just kind of crazy balls? You yeah, but that's, but that's where, the, that's where a, there's a... That's a terror- hard. That's a hard thing to de- like. Intent is a very hard thing to, to determine. Yeah, 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 but terrorists are generally going to take credit for these attacks as part of their political movement. So terrorism isn't just an act of violence. With with terrorism, like the church. Okay. Yeah. Nine, yeah. Well. Well, the church. You, you could. You could. You could argue that 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 kid that shot up the church. Yeah, he was crazy, but he also had a political agenda. Right. He had a racist agenda. Right. He didn't like black people, and he went in. And he, he purposely chose a black church and shot that up. So yes, you can call that terrorism. Sure. Um, it's like how can we scare people into not right. getting together? Yeah. Exactly. Safe. But you know. but did but did this 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 weirdo that shot up the movie theater did he have a political agenda that's the question i'm not convinced he did I, if, I haven't heard of him so, i don't so think one. that there's a me personally I'm, i don't think that there necessarily has to be a political agenda tied to the violence for it to be considered terrorism i think anytime that there's a violent act that's uh i'm gonna use your fear against you uh to assert myself in a position of power, I feel like that's terrorism. If anything, if it's well, that might be a political agenda if you're trying to assert your own. Well, yeah, no, power he's, he's trying. He's trying to. But. He's trying to. Yeah, he's trying to fill the people with terror and and fear to not. I mean, I I went in the movie theaters after that and was like thinking about where I need to sit 
right. to be in a position to either get out or act a certain way. So yeah, I mean that. What I, I may not be political or racially motivated, but like this kid that uh that was the the Hollywood execs kid that ran over some people or I forget what it was, but like he felt like rejected by some by some girls at his school. Uh, he then decided that he was going to go kill a bunch of people. I think he ran some people over. He went on a shooting spree, killed some people uh, because of his rejection and that I'm taking that all these women rejected me and you know, fuck all these girls. It was some this in this past year. I don't know. If I'm, I don't remember. I don't remember. But I don't remember. I've heard. Hollywood it, but I don't sex, remember. Yeah, young guy, but it again, not politically motivated. He wasn't looking for his just his manifesto was I'm mad. I felt rejected and now I'm taking it out on you know society because this is how I feel yeah. out there. This girl, I'm a cute young white male. How dare this girl not you know accept my advance or whatever that was? That's, Let me now you know shoot somebody or run. You better yeah. respect yeah. my privilege. He's not looking for you know he doesn't want to be uh, you know he doesn't want to run a, a a place of uh, you know he's not looking for land to conquer. But I think what he was doing the album was like a terrorist attack on he was looking to strike fear into, into somebody. I want dis- to disagree with you Ladies, because I, I, because I do believe that that terrorism is is defined as having political motivation. Okay, and that's what I was going to ask you. Is yeah. is it does it have to be a politically motivated? Yeah, I mean the goal is generally to change society, to change society, or, well, cha- maybe or he, change politics in, in some way. Yeah. Maybe he wanted cheaper movie prices. Or is that gonna? Is that gonna? <laughs> he wanted a hug from his dad. I think is what he really wanted. But, yeah, uh, but yeah. Is that, is that a shitty joke? You always cross no, the line. line. He wanted. Right. No, he wanted. Yeah, he wanted physical contact. Who is? <laughs> you need a hug. Come on, Who guys. Is, uh, group hug. Listen, we're gonna do a group hug before we all leave. Yeah, we are, We gotta be we out. To. Actually, man, it's time. Yeah. Check it out. Before before we go, I got a whole bunch of people that uh, are on the check in. Uh, Shout out to Masai and Kiki that are down in Florida. Chilling. Email, email, email. I hate them right now. But um, Tanisha's on the check-in. They're at public. My baby, my, ba- my baby's on the check-in. Uh, right. uh, Florida's right. the capital of crazy shit. So peace to them out on their on their on, on their, their journey. Holiday, yeah, journey they chilling. They chillin'. travels and shout out to uh, Angelica, Sophia, Amy R, Dan L, Pat, Masai, of course, Scout, Agent Five One Eight, Laura, Lindsay, Matt Murray, Tara, KC, uh, Mari, Melissa. Fleck, Graffiti, Amani, Don Fons. Uh, who else is on the check-in? Let me take a quick brief look. Oh, and that baby, Mrs. B. That baby is so cute. We Aww. see the baby pictures. Fresh. Yeah. 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 The whole Cammy is on the check-in as well. I see they are, are, right. are listening. Angelica, shout out to you. Um, and who else? And who else? DJ Italy. Okay. Oh, and Jayton is on the check in. I just seen him on okay, the check in. Okay, Man, there's okay. so many people listening, and we appreciate you. We thank you. Um, and and, and we love you. We love you. We can say that because we are secure. We can say that. And we going to do a group hug. You yep. know what I mean? Next time we see you, we're going to physically touch you somehow. What? Nate, Nate I is, mean, wait, that, that didn't come sound, out right. That could be assault. That Nate. did not come out. Yeah, I definitely want to send a shout out to the, the whole Cami crew. Uh, we were down at City Hall uh, the day before yesterday, yeah, and um, we presented a letter that. to the mayor's office, Kathy Sheehan, uh, and for for the no justice um, that has been received, excuse me, the police officers that have not been acquitted, right. they are still working 
um, for the district attorney, David Suarez, right. um, who's still employed. So we have um, some very specific demands about the removal of them from their positions, from office, et cetera, et cetera. That uh, letter was dropped off and it was received. It was dated. Um, and I really want to give a strong shout out to Amani. Um, Big up. I mean, everybody was very instrumental. Uh, but Amani, whew, talk about an oak not being uprooted. Indeed. Not giving up her position um it was it was extremely moving i was like I, I just looked at her i looked at her face and she was like we would like to sign right now what will it take to get this signed right now um and that was just to let you know that was not getting the letter approved but to, to so that we knew that you know it, it was a it was a stamp for receipt yes yeah, sign is received Cor- right, correct right, sign right, is received right, thank right. you i'm butchering this but um it was a it was a very po- powerful moment and um i just want to just again um you know recognize the efforts of cami in the capital district yes and continuously um fighting for justice for all of us who cannot um be there but know that the cause is just and true um you know everybody who was a part of cami you know they're angels and um it was it was just a great great moment and more to come and i love you guys and that next meeting is uh december 8th right that was yes uh, i remember looking at that yes and that's the uh, every the second tuesday of every month 7 p.m social justice center in albany one i'm sorry 33 central ave correct and on that note, ladies and gentlemen, I think it's a wrap. Shout out to Sev Static for coming through with the big Word beard. Up. Shout out to Mike Lanny coming through with the medium beard. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I am signing off. I'm JB, a.k.a. Dirty Moses. Oh, I'm true master. <laughs> Bloody hell. <laughs> Lo-fi, Lobo, it's peace the to, to the families, the, the babies, and the can yams. And, uh, the cami yams? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cammy Yam. Cammy Yam. Yeah, well, that's what happens Yo. when you get words like spoon. <laughs> Yo, you gotta use a big old spoon to get them Cammy Yams out there. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, my goodness. Oh, DJ Nate the Great signing off. Yeah. Word up. Oh, I like that. Se- yep. Sev? Would you like to sign out, or did you already? Peace. Bye, my <laughs> man. My man. The rest of his thoughts are in his beard. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Peace, y'all. Thank you. Peace. Just because entertainment beats shot. People are tired. People all over okay. tired. Now cops kill and beat innocent people uh, for no reason. This is what we have yeah. to look forward to all over the place. Look how quick, within a matter of days, they were able to go into a martial law status. Everybody.
and speaking about what they know, what they believe in. Be shy.